All right. Welcome everybody to the My Young Business with DJB podcast. I am DJB, and to my left today is my very special guest, LA staple. As far as the music scene is concerned, as far as fucking Instagram is concerned, at this point, uh, only problem is I don't know exactly what to. I don't know if you're good or bad. Bro. Right, right, right. So I'm, I'm good luck, uh, known as bad luck. Okay. But I've changed my name. I try to change my name, but people know if they call me what they call me. So, right, right, right. Um, so you can call me Good Luck Terrence. I'm not embarrassed by my real name. My real name's Terrence. I feel that. Uh, I'm Derek. Yeah, good to meet you, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Luck go back a minute now at this point because you actually pulled up to my mama house. Yes, I did. When we recorded um, a, a song for the Fly Guy mixtape, Face Gang Two, uh, that's smoking weed. This is true. I'm. Kind of mad that that was the feature that that we got for you because I was not too proud of that verse. Looking back on it, I just I, you know I was I named all the weeds that I could, right, right, right. but the flow was not it. But it was so cool because for me, I was dude. You don't understand. I, I, I tell Evan that all the time, but at the, so I'm coming. I, so I've been watching you guys on all the F word, all F all F word episodes. No right? shit. Okay. And and one of my favorite episodes is the one y'all took down. Is the deleted episode with I think uh, somebody's trying to get somebody's mom's in the store. He was in the grocery store. Uh, that was me. <laughs> that was me. Right. I, I, I was getting that time on. That's, we didn't, that's not taking episode. down. It was like bad or deleted. So not bad, but like y'all took it down. Oh, that got us popping on World Star too, bro. That shit was so funny. But I, anyway, I, at that point, me, you know, I had seen every episode, literally every episode. Right, I used to watch it every day. That's why I was hot when it was when y'all was moving. I mean, you know, what I mean stopping it, but. So coming there it was pretty cool. I'm like, damn, I get to meet these dudes. They really cool, super funny, uh, and they do music for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So because it was cra- what's crazy about the music part is, if you do music, listening to y'all when y'all do songs in the episode, mm-hmm. you can tell like you, niggas is clowning, but you can tell like, nah, it's production and skill going on. They just cho- cho- maybe choose a funny topic to rap about or something like that, but you can tell there's some skill here. I love so to hear that. Me pulling up was best of both worlds for me. So I'm fanning out and I get to do music. So. Cool that's crazy and you did your shit too Thank that's you, all too. That. which you all which you always have done even though you are like publicly bragging about like the studio like it's a sobriety stint like <laughs> like i ain't been in the studio for two years <laughs> Goddamn. you know it's funny you you're the first person who actually took it the way i meant it oh everybody else took it like damn that's good you back that's good Oh, they thought you were saying, like, you were saying now back. I'm back. And I'm like, no, nah, I actually feel better about being away right. from it. You know, and, and I, when I say that, man, I don't mean to, like, shit on the studio or nothing like that, but I've been doing it for so long, and the business, and for for me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I know people say that phrase a lot of times where they say, if you, um, if you, if you, if you love, what, what's the phrase saying? Like, if if you love it, something you never you work never, day you'll never If you love what you do, you never work you a day, work day, day right. life, right? But for me... That didn't work out that way, mm-hmm. right? So me, I found out it's not always good to monetize your passion mm-hmm. because what happened for me was that the, the things you have to do for the business of being an artist, mm-hmm. I didn't like none of that part. So for me, it, it was making me think, it made me think like, man, I don't like rap no more. Mm-hmm. Or I don't like hip hop no more. And I'm like, I know I don't like rap. I mean, I know I like rap and I love hip hop, but why I feel like this, why I feel like I don't want to go to the studio, I don't want to perform, I don't want to do all this shit. So you didn't like you. Di- I know. I know you didn't like um, performing. Yeah. And I know you don't like interviews for the most. For I love interviews. Uh, sometimes I love interviews. Why okay. not performing? If you don't mind me asking. And because I, I always just love the rap part. Just do the music and 
be a rapper. Mm -hmm. I like writing music mostly um, and doing a verse, somebody loving the verse and that verse living in their headspace. Mm -hmm. But to go out and perform for people, for me, it always felt like, uh, you know, and I hate to say this, I don't want people to get it misconstrued, but it always felt like dance, nigga, dance. Uh, for me. Okay. I you know what I mean? And, I, and, I, and don't get me wrong, I love art and watch people perform and be, you know, dope rappers and, you know, but for me, since I never was, I never wanted to be in front. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. usually when you did hear me, I was mostly in groups. I was either closely approached uh, to a uh, problem, mm -hmm. or when me and Damani had Western Union, it was always a group set or some kind of clicked up thing because mm -hmm. I didn't want to be the one in front. Gotcha. You know I mean, so yeah, it kind of worked out that way. But I learned to you know get my love back and a passion for the artistry of writing rhyme. Mm -hmm. But I'll never be an artist again. Like to be an artist, be out and. Do bookings and show up early at the, at, and talk to people that don't care about me and shit yeah, like that. I'm not yeah, with yeah. none of that shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's Dan. Wait. <laughs> I'm Hayes, y'all. What's up? F and G Hayes. <laughs> One thirty to Rio. Shout out to my nigga DJ B for having me. Look, good media. Yep, you pleasure. already know, man. Love. Yeah, this is my special guest host for today, F and G Hayes. If you have been rocking with the podcast mm -hmm. from day one, he was my first guest oh, on the podcast, okay. right? For sure. For sure. But, it's dope how it's culminating in full circle. No, nah, it's bro. beautiful, yes, bro. And yeah. I and I, I feel like this would be a perfect union, mm -hmm. just as a musical front because he's a music head, you a music head, sure. and, I, and sure. we and I'm a DJ, so we all can we all can unite on that front, and I think we'll, it'll be an amazing conversation sure. that we're gonna have today. Hey, and DJ B, could I add to this combo real quick? Actually, my first introduction to you luck was like in the early 2000s. I would say like 03. Um, I don't know if you you familiar with the Ass Stars? Yeah, for sure. So y'all was on like this mixtape, and I was uh, running with a couple of niggas from the Ass Stars mm -hmm. at the time, and they was putting me up, and it was one nigga in particular that will always swear by you. Like mm -hmm. he was like. Look, the hardest nigga, bro. So, you know, I've been hearing about your shit, bro, since 03. And Love, it's a pleasure, man. you know sure. what I'm saying, sure. to meet you in person and all Thank that, you. bro. Sure. So, then, sure. so what you doing now? Um, I'm, tr I'm writing, but I'm trying to get right, get into, like, film and television. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to learn, you know, learn how to, not necessarily write scripts, mm -hmm. but just maybe put concepts down for, like, series or, uh. or, or maybe short stories or something like that. Or maybe if I can connect with somebody and then we build something together. Yeah. Creatively, I want to do that. I always loved comedies, but I always always saw myself as like writing or being a part of like if if you take Kirby Enthusiasm, Seinfeld, Thirty Rock, and then you in, inject black people. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, Absolutely. like that's my kind of shit. Absolutely. Or, 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 a black about, show about nothing. A black show. A black show about nothing. But let's talk about for for, for example. Um, what you guys were doing, uh -huh. like that's why it, it ha every episode was something different. You, it, it wasn't a long-standing story about this one thing, or you guys go, go a bunch of episodes about this same shit. Everything was something new, and one episode may be may be about one silly topic, and then we'll take that topic and blow it up. Episode, yeah. I like comedy like that. Appreciate and when you got other than you guys being funny, also like that obviously helps, right? But Absolutely. I want to do shit like that, and so I've been trying to get into writing, man. I, I'm I'm working on my first pilot right now. I can't really say the name or anything, but that's coming. That's coming off pretty dope. I'm pretty excited about that. Mm -hmm. And that's about it, man. Hustling, you know. I still do little shit here and there. I, I, if it's coming to verses and stuff like that, like for the homies, you know, I rap and do stuff like that. But for the most part, man, I've been enjoying my family. I'm married now, so I've been enjoying that life and really just really diving deep into like the home family life and loving that shit, like mm -hmm. real shit. So I've been cooling. So you barbecue? 
I don't barbecue yet. I don't mm. even cook yet. Breakfast. Mm. I'm a good breakfast. Hey, breakfast. Is my favorite, favorite breakfast stuff. thing to make, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm easy with the combo. I do some sausages, some eggs. You know, what I'm saying throw some hash browns on that thing. Whatever. I might do toast. You know, what I mean, if I have honey butter, or whatever, then I do with the jelly sometime and. Or the croissants, you know what I mean? It, um, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's basically, nah. but you, everybody loves it. You know what yeah, I mean? Nah, you popping it like I'm popping. Because what I, what I heard about you is you're a big foodie. Like you, I'm definitely a big foodie. You're, you're yeah. a connoisseur. You know what I'm uh, saying? Some would say. Like what? Is, what is? What's the? What's the? What? What you into right now? Um, and then same. And then same for you too, because this yeah, nigga. For me, for me, it's about. Um, I'm always into like the new shit. I, I'm very adventurous. So, for example, I'm the dude that'll go to the restaurant and. If, if I'm in a certain area or region, I'm always on what they on. Mm. So, a lot of people. I, one thing that, a pet peeve, uh, uh, that bothers me about people where if we go, we all us three going on vacation somewhere. Yeah. And we in fucking, I don't know whether whether it's France or fucking Delaware or like you know what I mean. Right. Whatever's native to that spot, mm-hmm. shit they do. I'm trying that first. Like I'm that dude. Like so you go to Ohio and be like, I need a potato. Not, not necessarily, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but so I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm adventurous, so I, I'll try like, if it's wild shit on the menu or something that the average person won't try, mm-hmm. I'll do it at least one time to be okay. like, I tasted that, that was good or, or, or it was weird and I'll never do it again or that was dope, I'm glad I experienced that. For so sure. I'm always looking for the, the not so basic food shit. I like adventurous culinary experiences for sure like i think that's that's one of the joys that everybody shares as a human because what we all do is like eat sleep fuck right you know what i'm saying so like we all are looking for something to 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 stimulate us in those ways you know what i'm saying so like food is the only thing that's like you don't really feel guilty about too well you don't to an extent to an extent but what, what what i find is that a lot of people don't um, don't 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 branch out enough as far as like what you're willing to try, mm-hmm. you know? Because we all love food, right? right? We all love food, but I mean, if we go to fucking whatever kind of restaurant, you get the burger every time. Like, I love a good burger. That's my actually my actual my absolute favorite Me thing to eat is a cheeseburger. Okay, right? but I also understand that I'm not going to this rest. This may be a three star, three Michelin star restaurant, and the chef is. The chef does amazing things every day, different, and I'm still going in there asking for the burger. I'm mm. not that guy. I want the, I want the crazy shit or the new shit or some original. So that helped. That like I enjoy food a little more than the average motherfucker because the average motherfucker don't even eat shit. Right. You just eat pizzas, burgers, pasta, chicken, or the regular shit. That's funny because <laughs> my favorite food is a burger too, and his favorite my food favorite, is pizza. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely favorite food is yeah, pizza. Yeah, for sure. And um, you know, look, I would definitely say, bro, to your taste kudos to you bro for just being open-minded oh sure i i definitely be trying to be like more open-minded with and eclectic with the food that i eat but i ain't gonna bullshit you though bro if i go somewhere and i see a pizza on the menu yeah i pretty much gotta have that hope but with that said though (laughs) i am gonna try other shit too though i do be trying to be open-minded to shit yeah you know what i'm saying i'm not not mad and that's the thing too and i absolutely i love pizza right but it's like the pizza has to be a different kind of pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like you know, I'm not going to go do the pepperoni everywhere in the world. Yeah, right. I feel that. You're not you know on the kids' mean? menu everywhere you go. Yeah, or especially <laughs> when they got like fucking <laughs> so this, this pop, they got oxtail lasagna. Like, right. Why would I not? Why would I try? I mean, the, a margarita pizza is a margarita pizza. Right. Like, right, you get right. that everywhere. Right. Right. This you can't. Hate like, margarita pizzas. But I feel like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, nah, so it's it it common, right? So 
you know, I'm a, I'm a little more flexible when it comes to trying different shit. <coughs> What's the most unique thing that you've ever tried? Oh, most unique thing I've ever tried? Uh, I've had, I've had turtle soup. Um, Where'd you have that at? New Orleans. Uh, my first Ooh. time in New Orleans, I had turtle soup and I had uh, uh, alligator po' boy. It was pretty fucking fire. Mm. Alligator, alligator fire. fire. And alligator for fire. me is more so common. Yeah, a lot of people especially. Yeah, like Papadose and shit. Papadose like got that. everybody York, get the fried alligator or Papadose. If you do, but sure. if you go to next time, you go get it blackened. Blackened, you never, fried get, you'll never get it any other way. If you go to Papadose, ask them to do a blackened. They, they don't tell you that. They'll it do ain't it. on the menu. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got an off menu Papadose thing too. They got the stuffed shrimp, nigga. Like they stuff it with crab and shit. It's not That's on the menu. Fire. It's off menu, but all of them got it. And Damn. yeah, and apparently. We got to do some research on Papado's off menu, uh, off the menu shit because right, I didn't know sure. that the fried alligator could be blackened. I had a um, no fire. I had a lady who is our like masseuse. She mm-hmm. comes to the house and gives us a massage. She was like, "Yeah, you know, I just came back from Arizona because they just opened the Papado's over there." Mm. I was like, yeah. "Shit, you taking road trips to Arizona for Papado's? I get it." They got Papado's right. It is right off of like, like when you as soon as you pass Blythe and you get getting first into in Arizona, Phoenix. In Phoenix yeah. Then you'll see the pop of those. Yeah. Oh, this ain't, right even, this ain't even news to no, you? No, no. <laughs> nah, yeah. It's not we've been there. We foodies, look. We've been there, baby. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, fuck with the, you fuck with Whataburger? In yeah, Phoenix? for sure. Whataburger is pressure. Hold on. Whataburger, when you do the breakfast, though, what you want to do is you get you the chicken biscuit, throw the egg on it. You throw the chicken biscuit, then throw the egg on it, and the, and the cheese, and if they got the honey butter. That's a whole nother vibe. Wait, hold yeah, on. Why my nigga trash? got the screw face? Why you got the screw face? Because Whataburger is fucking trash, man. You tripping, nigga? <laughs> hold on. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm from Cali. I'm from LA. I'm from the district, man. Right. Whataburger over In and Out, nigga. I'll never say that. Everybody. That's I, what I'm saying. Whataburger like, over In and Out. We all feel friends. I never say that. We all feel friends. But. <laughs> But you know also, and so like now we know, now we know, now we know not to listen to Hayes on food recommendations. This nigga gets the pepperoni pizza wherever he goes, and he'll go to Whataburger before he goes. You know what though? It's, yeah, so facts. sometimes you need a little bit of trash. What I mean by that is, is that I can't every vibe food, with that. because what I mean by that is like it's like so you got, you got for example, Waffle House mm-hmm. ain't really good. It's accessible. Yeah, fact. That's it's, it's like it's, it's accessible. Like, it's like, like if you load it, you lit, or you can leave the party, or or you wake up at three and you, you with your chick or whatever y'all want to go get something to eat. It's accessible. Mm-hmm. You can't really go wrong with breakfast, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So You're absolutely right. It ain't, it's, and you it's get a, to choose raisin bread. Yeah, but it, but but and, and and you would definitely go somewhere else for better waffles. Yeah, but, for sure. But Waffle House is accessible, and you when you go there, you like okay, that was fire for right now. I right. do love Waffle House. Once I'm going, House. it don't feel fire. You know, you know what's bullshit, right? So sometimes you need a little, a little bit of trash. Whataburger is like I'm down south. I may be traveling or something, passing through somewhere. That or whatever. shit open late. Go get some fast shit. You need convenience. Fast. Yeah. Convenience. Convenience is what it is. I wouldn't call it trash as much as I would call it convenience. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I would never trash, but I will. Let me say what's trash. Convenient. Unpopular opinion. Raise games. I agree. I can agree with that, bro. I can agree with that. Ooh. Shit is mad. Whatevs. Yeah. Never did like that. Yeah, right? This nigga over here doing squats and shit. You see this nigga? <laughs> Yo. That shit's just there, bro. If it like, went for that toast and the sauce, nobody would go there. You, I, I ain't gonna count. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a toast, but I be getting McDonald's sauce for if I eat canes. Mm-hmm. I'm for sure going to McDonald's before see, but the or fact after. You gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta help. doctor it. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, 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 really trash. Because no if you cap, eat that chicken bro. by itself, it don't taste like anything. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's not flavored. It's not seasoned at all. 
<laughs> okay, being from the city, what what's the best burger? What's the best burger? If anybody come to LA, they need a burger. Where are they going? Where are you taking them? It's a spot in Glendale called Burgers Never Say Die. Burgers Never Say Die. Okay. And it, it made on a flat top. It made on a, a flat top grill. They used to. The, what's crazy was it used to be like low key, like a speakeasy, mm. right off the one on one, like off Western. They used to have a spot at the house, and so you couldn't just pull up. You had to like hit them up, and then they gotta invite you, and they'll give you the address. And they did not, they, they used to, early on in the days they used to tell you who you coming with. And then you pull up to the house, and it was like a speakeasy back there. The nigga was making burgers in the back with the flat top. That's all. They got the crispy edges on the burgers. You get them one way, they got burgers and chips. Mm. They didn't have fries. They didn't have, like, a gang of options. Like, we got burgers. They come in a double and with cheese and ketchup mustard. It's, that's it. And what's so killer about it, too, is, though this may sound simple, it give it a whole another twist. They used to sometimes take the buns and flip the buns. So you would eat them like the other side. The buns would be flipped the over. Inside, inside, inside the bun. And that's okay. a different kind of crisps. Mm. They got the best burgers hands down that I've had in L.A. Uh, burgers that is now in Glendale, though. Okay. So, yeah, for me. And and if you want to go restaurant, like Americanized fast food restaurant, you're going to hate it, but in and out other than that. I don't hate that. He no, him. Hate it, yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got a gift card for him. And then now, don't you want to throw us some shit? Mind your own business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I want to throw us some money, I'll get, I'll get in and out tatted on me if y'all, if y'all, if y'all do that shit, bro. Oh, Pop mama. it. Pop it. I will. Yeah. Come on, fuck with us in and out. Anyway, but we Cali as hell. But anyway, fun fact: I already got the in and out tattoo on. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Like niggas be like, were you drunk when you did that? I was like, I love what I love. Right? No, it's it's not so much in and out. It is in and out. In and out's fire, but it's like it was my version of like an LA tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Because they're as Cali as it represents Cali. It's it's the palm trees on the cuts and everything. Did you ask them what 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 did the Black Panther symbolize on their body or that stars? You know what I mean? Like it's. If they got what they got, it mean what it means. So fuck it. I wanted an LA tattoo, but I wanted it to be different, so I got the in and out. Plus, I don't like the regular Dodgers LA. No disrespect. I love the Dodgers. I love LA. Yeah, it's it's just so overdone. It's just so overdone. Yeah, it's so overdone. Sure. And um, mm-hmm. what they represent, what that, what I see in them mm-hmm. is what like I feel like my life's mission is, which is um, the depth, showing people the depth of simplicity. Bro, with that said, what like about that. the whole Virgil? You took like, it there with that one, dog. That's kind of what you with yes, Virgil. Sir. You took yes. it there with that. I like, sure. that. I like that. Because I was trying to see where he was going to go with it, but I like where he landed. For sure. Like That's dope. It, like, people need to know. We're going to get to it, too. People need to know that, like, keep it simple. There's a lot of depth in doing that. Like, it's so easy to overcomplicate everything. For sure. You know what I mean? And with, with that being said, rest in peace to Virgil. You know what I'm saying? He he just he just left us today. That's fucked up. <clears throat> that was sick. That was sick, bro. He um He embodies <clears throat> the depth of simplicity. You know what For I mean? For sure. For sure. He it's it's so cold, man, because you know, we've been we've been dealing with a lot of death um these past couple of years due to like you know, COVID, cancer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just ill shit happening to people. And you, you always hate to get this news and you hate when we get one of ours in these spaces. Mm-hmm. That typically we're kept out, mm. and then you know he's thriving in that space, doing right. big shit, and like, he got I mean? his roses heavy. Oh, bro, he, he, it was it was it was amazing, and then for him to be fighting that, I can't say alone because I didn't know him. I'm, I know they say privately, but I'm sure he may have him talked to somebody. Yeah, for sure, that, you know. Yeah, right. So to know that he's fighting that is it's 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 heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just 
Send prayers to his family and friends, man. And, and I'm glad he did leave an impact on us or something that can live forever because it was a dope brand. Right. I mean, so I was on Twitter today, and there was two sides of Twitter when it okay. came to Virgil. And okay. it all had to do with his brand. Okay. There was like, like somebody, I seen somebody tweet like, it's sick. This man just died, and y'all talking about reselling and flipping and shit right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to know how y'all felt about that. Like, you know that talk is very heavy right now. Yeah, it, I, I think it happens with everything, right? It's mm-hmm. like when Michael Jackson died, the albums, all the albums shot to the charts. It's like when every, every artist died, every great legendary artist died, the albums shoot to the top of the charts. Like Young Dolph, right? It just happened with Young Dolph, rest in peace. Yeah, it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. It happened so, to Nip. It happened to Nip. You know, um, people will get the clothes and all the things and... X, we, X, we, X, everybody. DMX. Yeah, once we realize, we, you know, once pe- everybody realizes, this we live in a capitalist society. Um, not to try to go too deep, but it is what it is. Like this is this is the heart of capitalism. Uh, like, what do y'all think is going to happen after some shit like that happens? Yeah. You know what I mean? I I can't participate. I couldn't be one of the ones to do it. Mm. Like, I wouldn't go on my resale rampage to start flipping uh, uh, the off white for like crazy amounts yeah. of money out of respect for. What I, what I was respected for Off-White and what that was as a brand and what Virgin was as a person. But, you know, and I'm not going to indulge and buy that shit either because I don't buy a resale damn near now, mm-hmm. let alone the t- times 10, multiple. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not doing that. I feel the opposite, though. Like, that you should first off, it. first off, um, I am, I have, like, the the heart of a Republican and, the, and like, the brain of a Democrat. So, like, I'm very capitalist, Mike. <laughs> I feel right? like that's how we all should be. Yeah. Right, but yeah, right. Okay, cool. Everyone, you heard Luck say it. Everyone should be like me. Um, <laughs> but I feel like, first off, there is a fluctuation in the the value of off white right now. Right. For sure. So it just as a business, I know. I know sometimes I rub people the right way. As a business, it would be ill advised if you were gonna sell your off white to do it anytime but now. But I think that that is the only connection Mm -hmm. that the majority of the world has with Virgil, right? Mm -hmm. Is the brand that he created. So I think it is not an injustice for the price of his shit to skyrocket right now. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I think that's actually doing justice to his legacy. That just justice to... It would suck if I died and my numbers went down. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like So like your numbers going up Mm -hmm. just says leaps and bounds about the legacy you left behind and it kind of is a good thing for us to like make sure hey if i'm selling some virgil shit nigga that shit's six thousand now yeah. you right. know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. and you gotta think he was like the creative director over at louis vuitton for a right bit. that's what he i'm saying and if you had shit. if you got his shit right now and yeah. you are willing to let go of it let go of it for the high right and i feel like that yeah. that that Help, that helps his legacy if if we're moving forward and we're talking about the story. Mm-hmm. Like, shit, after Virgil died, good luck getting some off-white. This or, jacket off-white? It is not. Oh, that shit hard, though. Thank you. It's, it's BMF. <laughs> Thank you. Me, <laughs> <laughs> This is a 50 Boys exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I'm saying, like, now you, I feel like we're going to see an influx in black productions. Like, I think there's going to be more off-white on power. There's going to be more off-white on um, just black productions in yeah. general. And I think that was dope because it was already a good representation sure. of it in sure. black media already. Yeah, I, I can't argue with you on, on that. I, I, I definitely can see that side of it. Mm-hmm. Me, personally, I wouldn't. But I also fully agree with, like, yeah, that's, that's the perspective. And I didn't look at that perspective. So 
I think that's dope too. You know what I mean? I, but I'm also thinking it's hard if I'm generalizing. That makes the ultimate sense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that only helps this. But you gotta understand too, in a reseller business. First of all, mostly people aren't even from our culture. Right, it's right? true. In so, the reselling business is savage. I was, savage. I was so very. These people aren't on the same vibe wavelength that you are on when it comes to energy and what you just, what you just, what it meant to you and what that meant to you as far mm-hmm. as what going for, for, uh, from here on forward. Mm-hmm. They're not on the same shit. Right, and they don't even care. It's literally like the money grab. You know what I mean? True, and and, and to your point, it all helps because it still builds the brand and the right. grand scheme of things. But you know. I, but I feel you though. I can't be mad at that at all. I I, I see that. I see that. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with that. Hey, <clears throat> do y'all think that a gang of niggas from the culture, like from the hoods and the streets and shit, are buying shit resale, or do you think they're you reselling to. to other like white people? And shit? No, no. You you have to. If, if you're buying, it's too hard to get. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's too. You mean resale? Period. Yeah. In shoes. Yeah. Period. Well, just with. I mean, with, I would say with everything. Like, yeah, you have to. Um, if, if, unless you're just not buying clothes, or you're not buying. Um, the I'm sorry, the, the the hype shit, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If you like, you can't. If you've bought Jordans in the last five, ten years, that I'm, I'm pretty sure you had to buy resale. If you stuck to retail, trying to buy them retail, you either got, in my opinion, only a lot of trash Jordans, right? Or you settle with not having as many shoes as you as you want as you wanted, right? Right. So because there's no way around resale, like there's no way. It, it, it's too much. Nike doesn't put out enough shoes. These apps ain't letting, uh, uh, giving out enough W's. The shoes come out at nine. The shoes are gone before nine oh one. Gone. Like so. What? And then the resale price kicks up double, two or three times, depending on the collab and the company. Mm-hmm. Don't be off white. Like you know, what I mean, right. two went from two fifty to a thousand. She was already in, that way. in thirty minutes. Like right. so, you know, you it's no way around it. Um, it's it's about what you're willing to pay for what you want. That's just it. That's just what it is at this point. That sound like that shoe guy shit right, <laughs> right yeah. there, bro. It, it is though. It's like it's like, bro. You can't. I, remember, we used to walk. I, we used to walk in stores, and if I like the shoe, I bought the shoe. I left. I walked out with the shoe. Right. Yeah. It was just that simple. It wasn't no. What I'm gonna do? How I'm gonna get? I hope I get this. Like nigga, if I got the money, I'm going to get it. Right. Because they have them, and I'm gonna walk out with the shoe. Right. Like, you know what the, I mean? the problem before was if I had the money. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was the problem before. If I had the bread to right. get it. Nowadays, it's like, dude, you can be rich, and if you don't have a plug, and you you're hard hard handed on like, I don't want to pay StockX or I don't want to go gold or whatever, then you probably gonna be shit out of luck for a lot of shoes. Clark Kent said out of his mouth, "I'm never paying resale for anything for no more shoes." He said, "I don't pay. Re- I, I'm sorry, I don't pay resale for any shoes, right?" So you can, as much shoes as he have, you can imagine how many he don't have. Because he just refused to pay resale. Mm. So, thankfully, he's who he is. So, a lot of things are gifted to him. He right. got relationships with Nike and Jordan and stuff like Love that. It. But there's still things he just don't have. Because he's like, yo, I'm not paying. You know what I mean? I'm not paying over retail. Yeah, I'm, not, right. I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? And I, 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 if, you know, if you, I have to. Right. You know what I mean? Some things I just got to have. You know, so. I've I'm, done it. I've done it a few times. Yeah, you know, sometimes I, I just, I, if I got the money to buy it, I'm just going to go, buy it. I wanted some Space Jam to South by once. I, I paid that, that ticket. <coughs> you know? They got some crazy shit dropping in a couple of weeks, no? Good luck getting it. No, no, I'm just saying. But though, yeah, like, no, for sure. It's what, always, what, what, are they, what they dropping? There's yeah. always an 11 in December. 11 in December. And there's always a four for around sure. now. And they dropping the, the, the uh, patent leather bread ones. The Red Magic drop on the 30th and on Christmas. What's crazy is today... 
you know, you know, I'm talking about the patent leather ones? Yeah, of course. So today on East Bay, there was a glitch on the app. And they were selling the Bordeaux's in the morning at 7 mm. and accidentally had the breads. Like, you know, you scroll over for the, the next color. Mm-hmm. They had the breads for sale. They ended up selling a gang of breads, too. Oh, shit. What the crazy. fuck did they do? Gave them a bunch shutting of people down the page. They said some people got shipping orders. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. They're so not about to get the shoe they, they want. They're they probably going to cancel, but they got that shipping shit. orders. That shit ain't about to work out like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we told them we're going to give them some breads. I guess <laughs> we'll give them some breads. You're going to get a refund, bro. <laughs> In the music space, what are you, what you promoting right now? Nothing, musically. Oh, okay, I, I do have... Um, a Diamond Lane affiliate, um, Airplane James. Not, I'm, I'm an affiliate to Diamond mm-hmm. Lane. I'm Diamond Lane, but I'm not an artist anymore. But um, our artist, Airplane James, he's one of the dopest. I'm always looking for something he got going on. What's it's, his new single called? I heard that shit. That shit slaps. That's shit. hard as fuck. Which one? It's, uh, he got a lot of. Yeah, he got music out right now. I don't even know what's that new single. It could be something. Damn, I don't. I'm, I'm gonna say it wrong. Yeah, he, he and he got some shit going it's a on. Number. In the, and it's a number at the oh, hundred bands. Hundred bands. bands. I was gonna yeah, say yeah, hundred bands. bands. I just didn't mm-hmm. want to say it wrong. Hundred bands. So hundred yeah, bands. Yeah, Airplane always got some dope shit coming out. I'm always looking forward mm-hmm. to hearing what he got going on. But musically, as far as me, nah, man, I'm not doing too much in the music space. Okay. And really, it's crazy because even with rap, I don't listen to too much rap anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm really getting old. Okay, soul, so what you R&B, want? A lot of You just listening to podcasts all day? Podcasts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah, I you know, but I, but I still love, like, you know, Benny the Butcher Griselda. Mm. I'm still heavy into that. That um, Benny but the that, Butcher? But it, yeah. It Everybody makes me feel like the, the feeling of shit I grew up on. So they restored the feeling for me. So that's yeah. why I'm still on, like, Griselda and stuff like that. I haven't got to Benny the Butcher yet. I, can, I hear his songs and I understand his skill. Yeah. But it hasn't hit me yet. You know it what I mean? won't. It won't. I said it probably won't. It won't. Damn. Sometimes, you know, it's sometimes sometimes things got to grow on you, but sometimes... Sometimes they just don't. I think sometimes we try to overdo mm-hmm. it. It's like, some, some, I may just not like this nigga. I don't know why I'm trying. Right. <laughs> Benny is hard, though, in the sense of, like, it's almost like that shine shit, but it's real smooth, you know? <clears throat> real classic New York vibe, heavy samples yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Work with Harry Fraud a lot. So it's like that. It's like that early 2000s New York. Glory rap, nigga, like uh, that shit crazy, okay. bro. It puts me in that place of when I, when I was coming up, nineties, listening to the dope shit, East Coast shit. Yeah, it was like I'm like, oh, okay, they could have been from this era. Yeah, Kiss you locks, I mean? so mm-hmm. exactly that shit. So that's why I fuck with that. But it's hard though. It's hard though. What about y'all? What do y'all like? Anybody new? I listen to everything. Blast Bino, mm-hmm. fucking Blast me. Bino. I listen to me. Me and bro got some shit. Um, Let's talk about that, huh? Why don't y'all talk about that? About our song? Yeah. Oh, we be performing that shit. I think we, we performed it at our last show. We performing that shit for As that. a duo, group, what are we doing? No, no, no. Oh, no we song. just solo artists. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. He's he's more of an artist than I am. I'm okay. I'm behind the board spinning, but if I feel right, right, if right. I feel a verse, I'm gonna spit it. You feel me? Why not? Just like basically <laughs> the same thing you were saying, like, you know, the homies. If I want, feel it, that's the only time I do it. I'm not I told myself I'm never gonna just to rap, just to be rapping. Mm. Ooh. I gotta be like, you know what, I wanna do that verse. Mm-hmm. I wanna do that song, whatever. Other than that, I'm not going to do it. I feel the fuck out of that. Nah. Rap, rap hurt you? Hmm? Rap hurt you? No. Rap, rap never did anything to me. The business did. You sound hurt. You sound like you sound like rap hurt nah, you. No, the business. The business it did. You know what? You know what's crazy? <clears throat> I think more niggas think like me. Mm. I You're just right. think what happens is that people are into what they're into. A lot mm. of people are like stuck, kind of like a job. You know what I mean? Where that's their bread and butter. It's hard to break away from that. 
but you, when you when I talk to people, I do like interviews. And I'm talking about the same shit where like what the business did to me, and what, what it almost separated me from rap music. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel that and agree. Like, damn, that's how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, they had to really re- reorganize their shit and you know really kind of see what's important with, as far as music. What are you willing to do? How far are you willing to go? And how far are you willing to be like, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, here's a question. You said you really only rapping on tracks if you like, I'm feeling this shit, right? Mm -hmm. Even if Snoop called you and asked you to do some shit. Like business? Yeah. Yeah, Snoop, though. We have a relationship. I'll be like, I'm not feeling that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's writing? Yeah. All right. If y'all write, whatever for you. Oh, you talking about actually having bad luck on the track? Me being an artist, out front being an artist. Yeah, not doing Okay, so what about writing? where, Where are you at? Writing too. If it if, if, if it's too much, if it's trash, I will pass the money. Mm-hmm. This is what I used to do, right? Somebody used to call me. Uh, they want a verse, mm-hmm. so it may be one of them times like I'm kind of down on money. Yeah, but we hustling. Yeah, right. So this is what I do. I put myself in a predicament. I tell the artist like, look, I charge four thousand for a verse, and I need six thousand if you want to do a video. Mm-hmm. Right. The worst thing can happen. He'd be like, I don't got it. I can't do it. Cool, because I don't want to do it anyway. Right. But if you got it. Uh, I'm going to love this song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that's the hustling in me, right? I, I'm, but at this point right now, I don't have to do none of that. Mm-hmm. Not because money and everything straight. None, none of that shit. I'm just not willing to do it. That I'll sacrifice it. not having it to be like, I'm not getting on that song. and No, I'm not, not letting that represent me. And it's, for me, it's been a while that I was, I've been rapping anyway. So... When you do hear me on some shit, it ain't gonna be that shit. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he came back for this shit. Like, I'm not doing that. Bro. I get it. So, yeah, nah. I get it. When we need to fuck with each other then, because. I'm, I'm, I'm with if you are. We, we over here making film. I see. This is a production. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This is a real life production right Hey, for sure. Can I ask, like, you know, um, do you see other regions doing the things that they're doing and be like. You know, the West Coast has, like, the rappers and the superstars here already. We have, like, the infrastructures. The labels are here. Mm. The bitches are here. The clubs is here. The DJs is here. Everything is here. But we don't have the motion like uh, Atlanta or Detroit or Memphis right now. I I don't think that we as a whole, I'm going to be clear on this because artists are very sensitive and they think I'm saying all West Coast artists are doing what I'm about to say they be doing. I don't think that we as a whole understand how to make dope hit records hmm. when I say hit records I don't mean like I'm not talking as the industry nigga to say you gotta have hit or nothing right I'm not, I'm not talking to that guy I'm, I'm saying like it's like one thing about people in Atlanta and, and, and since we use Atlanta right one thing right. about people in Atlanta understand is it's what this sound makes you do when you hear it what this sound makes women do and what this sound make men do when they hear this music, these, these all these are frequencies, mm-hmm. like right. So, so when a producer is making your producer, your producer, yeah, your yeah, producer, yeah. Right? Your producer. when you're making music, you know what beat is gonna do what to people. Absolutely. You know where you want this song to be heard. You know how they gonna take to it. You know if the girls come through. I'm not sure if you married or got a woman or anything, but if you know if you got a spot and you got some chicks coming through, you know just what song to throw on as a DJ Absolutely. to make, the, especially as a DJ, Absolutely. To, to turn this up or bring it down or set it however you need to set it. Absolutely, music is all frequency. I think Atlanta Atlanta purely understands sound and what that does for people. LA, that kind of we're more so like, and I'm talking about general. I don't mean everybody, generally speaking. LA is more so like. 
we either going to copy, right? We're going to try to do some drill. We're going to try to do some Atlanta shit. And we're going to try to put our slang on top of that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they don't sound the same. Right. We're not talking the same language over this over this over this music, right? So you have you have your exceptions like we got your Kendricks and you got your Blasts, super fucking dope, Roddy Rich, right? And or somebody like Keen, new coming up, but the sound is different. Right. You fucking with different kind of sound, different kind of production. They're sonically so they, in tune. They're sonically in tune. And they're talking to different people. Right. See, if you a lot of times if you got if if I'm a young hood nigga and I'm taking drill and I'm trying to put my LA slang over drill shit. And trying to get people outside of the hood, whatever. That's why it's not resonating. That's why these niggas get money in the small areas. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. Thinking I'm the shit because I'm in LA and everybody know who Bad Luck is. Then you be out of town, they be like, who? Mm-hmm. And when I say out of town, I mean like Portland. Like you ain't right. even that far away. Right. right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you the next state They're over. like, who? Like, what you done? What? Same time zone, nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, and, and, and then it's a little different for me, right? Because. We didn't have all the websites, social media, mm-hmm. and hella streaming. We didn't have all that, right? But it still is what it is. I can't let that be the excuse. Nigga didn't know me next door. So I'm not do, I'm not impacting people like I think I am because I'm feeling my shit because I'm in L.A. Because your, na- your neighbor was telling yeah, you. Cause, yeah, because, you know, so. Because you're playing it from the ground. I think that's, yeah, the, right. that's the main thing right. for us at, as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of us are copycatting, you know, biting shit and then trying to put our shit over other shit. It's not connected. Now everybody here love it, and if if you want to rock like that, you like you be a star in L.A., you'll be a star here in Cali, and go up and down Cali, or maybe reach the Midwest a little bit, do a little tour, and come on back and get some money. That's cool, but eventually you're gonna want to get up in charts because it's a different kind of life when you start touching them charts. Okay, so that that brings me to something I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and with hip hop, y'all, like, how do y'all feel about? Um, portraying your real life mm. and portraying a persona. Um, at this, so I'm I'm with whatever you with if you're willing to deal with the consequences. Right. So if you want to be, uh, you know, if you want to perform as a costume mm-hmm. and be whatever that is, right. Just just be able to handle it. Handle what comes whatever with happens it. to come with that. And I don't mean just street shit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean like if you, for example, flow rider, right? Florida, you raise your eyebrows like, how do you bring a Florida? But uh, <laughs> Florida, if you remember how he was rapping before Boots with the Fur? Yeah, it was on some street shit. shit. Yeah, Open it was on some shit, street shit. Yeah. shit. Y'all heard a song from Florida? Yeah, nigga, that shit with Ross, nigga. Yeah, oh, God, nigga. Be, uh, uh, Florida was born when <laughs> T-Pain birthed him, nigga. <laughs> 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 nah, no cap. That nigga was No, nah, he was on some street yeah, shit. Open locker shit, gangster shit. It was all hood niggas. Damn, he Boots made the best the, decision of his life. Experiment did boost with the fur, and then now you got to be boost with the fur guy. He had to be right? boost with the fur, yeah. And, and that's not a problem if you can do it. Yeah. Now he's done rich and famous. Oh, I was yeah. say, that's a bad game that's, with that's that a bad, you know, So it's cool. Now if you can live with that and be that, it's cool. That's why I say you don't never want to just play with that. Now the flip side is, what if you're the gangster? Mm-hmm. What if you're the six nine or you you're, the, live with you're that playing shit. like the gangster, whatever, whatever? And now you got to live with those consequences also because everybody don't. You see, we I'm not gonna bring up no names, but how many rappers in the past year? They said like two hundred passed away. Got bro, it was never like that? this, bro. It was never like it's this like when we were growing like up. Bro. But hip hop has never been like this either. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. viral streaming. Everybody becomes stars in your hood, everybody right. stars in your world. Social media actually helped to flame all that. And right? hip hop right. is as old as us, right? right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, it's not yes. that old. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Of a genre and it's never been a genre this lit. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Bro, What's so crazy so the numbers is numbers amping up, 
is amping up with hip hop. Yeah, no, no, I that's I agree with you on that because it's like, nigga, back when we was growing up, when Pac and Biggie and uh, was it Jam Master J that got, got mm-hmm. killed yeah. and like um, Big L and shit mm-hmm. like that. That was so such a rare occurrence, bro. It was like four of them in the course of a decade. It's true, but we were also shit. living in a time when it was where still record labels were controlling controlling who you heard. Yeah. Now, if you got a computer and a microphone, you an artist. You can grow a following on your own. So you're a rapper, you're that die, and something happened to you. You get what I'm saying? It's yeah. more rappers. It, it puts you in a space. It's, if you don't have social media to help you with your followers, your popularity, mm-hmm. then you would have to rely on a label. And labels can't sign everybody. Mm-hmm. So it was maybe if one rapper from maybe all the major regions. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it was a gang of rappers. Right, right, right. It's like 60, 70 rappers in L.A. right now that got some kind of buzz or following. Right. That's a lot. Right. That's a Probably whole lot of rappers. That, right? And so you and take that. Generous, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's being generous, right? So you take that, multiply that by all these different rappers in different cities and different regions. That's a lot of fucking rappers. And if I'm on my Instagram and I'm the gangster rapper and I'm talking about beating niggas up and I'm, I'm beefing with DJ B and I'm now I'm fuck him or whatever, whatever. We talking all shit on Instagram, then the streets who the streets can see us do that. So they're picking and choosing sides. Our homies want to be superheroes. Our homies want to do the shit that we not really with or we with. Mm. And then now you catch luck at a store and up and come a rapper, bad luck caught. Dead at the fucking supermarket right, right. because of some shit he was had with DJB on academic page. Right, like you know what I mean. Shit. So you know what I mean. It's silly. It's like so, you did it for the likes. You died for the likes. You crazy, live by bro. the light. You live for the likes. You die by the likes. That's crazy. That's and it's crazy that that's a real thing that's happening too. And ain't shit happening in the luck though, niggas. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I live my life bro, different. Bro. My energy has always been different. Even when I was going through, it's crazy. I had this conversation with my brother uh, Bird. Bird is the CEO of Diamond Lane. And I was just talking to him um, the other day on the phone, and I was telling him, like, one thing I've never done, I've always, like, my raps was hella, like, street a lot of times. Yeah. Because of where I grew up, who I was raised around, mm-hmm. watch California, it is what it is, right? It always seemed more leaning to the blue side than it was the red side because I was born around Crips, raised around Crips, family Crips. So, but you never heard, like, cousin raps. Mm-hmm. Or you never heard me say I'm from nowhere in particular. Right. And then in interviews, I was very adamant about I don't game bang. Mm-hmm. I never been to jail, nigga. I don't sell no fucking dope. Mm-hmm. I don't do none of that shit. I'm just a street nigga. This is how I talk. This is how I walk. This is how I see shit. Mm-hmm. This is me. So that's you got a record. But I, I was very clear on that. What happens is is that people want to um, feel the power from the things, the element, the vibes that surround them, the environment. Yeah. Right? DJ B get cracking and all your homies surround you. And then you feel invincible, and then you feel like you you one of them, but right. you're not one of them. Right. Right. You one of them only because in proximity of where you live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But you're not one of them. So what happens is they'll let you do whatever you're gonna do as long as the fire's lit. Mm-hmm. They'll let you say, "I need this blood, this crypt, whatever you're gonna say, whatever you're gonna do," until the, until the all come crashing down, or if it go bad, then niggas, bitch ass nigga, he was never one of us, nigga. Now it's all that, yeah. right? When you should have just been you. I was always me. I was the nigga in the hood. I remember one, one, the first, one of the earliest days in the hood, I walked around the corner. I used to be on 106 in between town and Avalon, walking around the corner, and the homies was trying to put me and my brother and a couple of my other homies on. Yeah. I remember it. Like, I remember it like it was this day. Like, man, y'all niggas got to turn the hood. Because we started a little crew in, in the area. Okay. And you know how that go. Crews end up turning the gang. So yeah. they, they knew it was up. And they Crews turned the clicks that turned the Yeah. Gang. I'm sorry. Clicks turned the gang. No, it's the same shit. And, um, and uh, 
And I remember they was like, man, you niggas got to turn the hood. Like, y'all ain't finna be doing this shit, whatever, whatever. So me and my brother was like, all right, well, all this shit over then. Right. Because I'm not never doing that. Right. the crew's gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, but, but I always, always looked at it as, see, now I can speak on it what it really was. Really, it was fear. Mm. I didn't want a game bag because I was afraid. I didn't want to go to jail because I was afraid. You're not, you're not going to... You're not gonna say you're not gonna put me on from somewhere and then hand me the gun like now I gotta go kill niggas and I'm not a killer. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna fight a gang of niggas and I'm not to beat the niggas up, nigga. I'm not that new, right? Right. But that kept me a one hundred in these streets. It mm-hmm. kept my TRW a one and allowed me to go anywhere and be and do anything. And I have no hate and no and love come from everybody because they couldn't tie me to nothing. Mm-hmm. He ain't from nowhere. You didn't. You can't. You can't pick a side. You never had problems. No beef. No shit like that. So I pride myself on, damn, that fear was kind of like spidey senses mm-hmm. in a way, yeah. where it, it protected me. It, it was fear, but it was like, watch out, you got to duck and do, dive a certain kind of way. So it bothered me back then that I may have, may have not been tough at some of the homies, mm. but then I'm like, I'm all the niggas like in jail, or all the niggas that died, or all the yeah. niggas. And I'm right. like, ah, okay, it's all good. That brings me to the story that this nigga told me. Yeah. I hope. This all right that you I tell this story. Yeah, but like, one time, I was riding in the car with this nigga, mm-hmm. right? And anybody that knows us from, like, childhood or whatever, mm-hmm. they know him as Hands. Okay. Right? But, so, like, so he'll get... nickname, too. But, it's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. Because, like, he's like, <laughs> he's, like, cool. And he hung up the phone. Mm-hmm. I heard him. He's like, all right, Hands, I'll talk to you later. He hung up the phone. This nigga told me, dog, I fucking hate that nickname. And I was mm-hmm. like... What you mean, nigga? That's the hardest shit ever. Nigga. That shit. I, I wish niggas knew me. Like, he was like, but a, a nickname like that, like, you got to understand what that comes with. Yeah. And nobody with nicknames like that fucking lives. Like, those are the type of niggas that get chipped off. Mm-hmm. I don't, and that's not the energy I'm giving to the right, world. For sure. So I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with that. Like I'm haze. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, that's this is who I am now. And I was like, not why the same. fuck you didn't say that episode one? <laughs> 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 no, but that shit is real though. Because like, bro, like you was just saying, it is spidey senses. Like you know, I could think of plenty of times, bro. Like the nigga that I mentioned mm-hmm. that. um was telling me about your music and shit. That nigga got like multiple lives, bro. Yeah. So like, you know, wow. and I, I was like 15. Them niggas was grown, like, bro. You know, right. niggas was grown back then, bro. In 2003, them niggas, you know, was like seven years my senior, eight years my senior. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, I just uh, like, like you said, bro. Like a lot of different shit. Like I, I could think of niggas, you know, being like. Same shit Telling yeah. me like Bro you need to come home You need to get put on I was on the same shit as you bro Like nah bro the energy bro that, bro You know let that. me tell you When I changed what the, the initial spark for me Changing my name was First of all My name was Bad Luck Because I used to like the battle And it started off Kind of like a corny I think I told you about this. He told me He was like yeah. This nigga's cold in the I, battle Wait rap. hold on Can I just tell you bro I really have to emphasize this bro Because uh, I would really be remiss bro the way that niggas would speak on your bars with such a deep reverence, bro, right. and I swear to God, like, nigga, if this tape, I don't know if you remember the cassette tapes that you, the VHS you were plugging yeah, in, yeah. VCR, nigga, if that shit was a cassette tape, it was a CD we were listening mm. to, but if it was a cassette tape, bro, we would have burned the fucking tape we wow. played that shit so many times, bro, on God, like, Damn, so yeah, nah, man. just, you know what I mean, I had to yeah, I was, emphasize I was, that, bro. I, was, I loved, I was loving that life of just, like, having, like, 
a Rolodex of just fucking bars. That's how old I am. I used to wear Rolodex. But like fucking <laughs> bars. We was just talking to <laughs> you, Chess. You good. You know what I'm saying? Like bars and then getting down and and, and, and and being able to just do that. And so what happened was I, I, it was like kind of like a corny way of saying like it was bad luck for you to go against me. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how bad luck mm-hmm. kind of okay. started. And I didn't know nobody ever called themselves bad luck. It's kind of like who would put that name Who put on that themselves, on themselves? Okay. Hey. Right? So, but what's funny was I never introduced myself to anybody's parents as bad luck. You said luck? Oh, I said, no, I said Terrence. Oh, yeah. Well, you do have a real name, I guess. And, right. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, but, I, but I would always question, like, why do I always do that? Like, because they were, they were introduced me. Oh, this is my friend, Bad Luck. I said, no, no, my name's Terrence. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Because it was always something in me to be like, why would you, who is that? Like, I understand <laughs> it's rap shit, right? But for me, I found out later that it was bigger than rap shit. When we, I, I went on, um, I went on a road with Warren G. When they had, when Hip Hop Honors, with did with Def Jam, Hip Hop Honors did Def Jam with VH1. Okay. And so we're in New York, we stand at the Tribeca Grand Hotel in New York. So we're staying there with <clears throat> everybody from like all eras of Def Jam from that time <laughs> on back. Okay. So it's Warren G, DMX, Public Enemy, Scarface, like, mm. but everybody, awesome. it's okay. everybody, bro. Like Professor Griff, SW1 out there, they doing the, the shit. Like, it's, it's the illest shit ever, the illest scene. And so I met Scarface for the first time there. So I'm geek. I'm not acting like but I'm like, nigga, this is Yeah, I'm nigga, this is hip hop, nigga. Bro, you telling the story. I'm, I'm like, man, this is Scarface. So Warren G like, man, this is my nigga bad luck. He rap. He hard, right? Yeah. And then Scarface was like this. He was like, he said, wait, oh, wait, your name what? He said, oh, they call me bad luck. He said, oh, man. He said, yeah, I can't shake your hand, but he gave me a hug. Yeah, my he said, I can't shake your hand, man. He said, bad luck. He said, that's not a good name for you. You got to change that name. He said, you, you should never, don't ever put that on yourself. Don't put that kind of energy on yourself. He said, they, we laughing. He's like, I'm dead ass serious, though. I'm not shaking your hand, but I'll give you a hug because I love you. He said, but you got you to change that name. You got to change the name. Damn, like, I would have changed my name that day. But I didn't. I was like, damn, I mean, I mean you know, I'm, I got it. Like, but, but you could tell it was respect, though. The way he gave it to me was love and respect. He gave you a hug. That whole weekend, we, we was there for a week. Never shook my hand. We hung out every day. We all we went out to eat and shit. We went to breakfast. <clears throat> Us warm. We all hung out. And every day, the nigga was like, "Hey man, how you doing?" Gave me a hug. Shook everybody else's hand. <laughs> it was like you gotta change that name, bro. He said you should never put don't have don't put that on you. He said words mean things. Don't put that on you. And that was the start of like, I gotta get that out. I gotta get that out of here. Mm. But you was and now you in the business of rap. Right. So now you just going going. Your name is on papers and shit like that. So you know. Right, it it definitely made you hard to Google today, changing your name to Good Luck. Oh yeah, cause and it, cause it's not on paper or anything. Right, it just it is what it is. And then, and see, I'm I'm a long way from. Uh, I used to put two C's on everything. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, what I was looking, that's what what made you easily Googleable right, in my head. Things. Right, but see, what's crazy? That, so when I started, and people didn't believe me, but when I had to, when I chose the name Bad Luck, I picked two C's for two reasons. You like emailing a lot? <laughs> no, no, no. That's hilarious. Though. <laughs> I picked two C's for the reason. Because I knew bad luck was going to be a problem on the internet. Hmm. I knew that. Because yeah. it was too many things that's just right. bad luck. L-U-C-K, right. just, everything's bad luck. Halloween, all right. kind of shit. So I put the two C's because of where I was raised also. You would never put CK at the end of anything. Right. So that and that, the, both reasons. But... The name had already was a the, was already a thing, but what happened was one day I was on Twitter, 
early on. It may have been like 2010, 2011. Okay. <clears throat> and I was writing. You know, you be tweeting. I'm right. And I, I'm by, by second nature. I'm write. I'll put C, two C's at the end of all CK words. I'm writing whatever. Second nature. Do so fast. I don't even notice. And one day I was sitting there and I'm looking at my words and I'm like, this is the stupidest shit ever. It's stupid because it's like I had a moment of clarity with myself. Like, nigga, you don't even game bang. Like, <laughs> if somebody pressed their line on you and you don't even, like, are you willing to die over this shit? Like, are you willing to die because somebody think you a crip? Right. That's the and craziest you gave it, shit you've ever. you've given them no reason to not think that. Right. Video, my early video. You haven't so. given them. You haven't given them reasons to confirm it, but you right, haven't given right. them reasons to not. You wanted them to think that. So, so, so it's like all that was like, okay, I'm changing all these things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it all eventually changed. The only reason why Instagram haven't changed because they let, they won't let me change my name yet. But Twitter has changed already. I, I don't have bad luck on nothing else. It's just. It is what it is. Just Instagram, which is the most powerful one. <laughs> right. That's the one that's great. They only, once you verify, it's hard to change your name. You got to get in touch with somebody from Instagram, but you can't fucking email them, so it's weird. Dog, yo fucking Instagram. Man. Has been, has been a, a hood legend in itself for at least eight years now, maybe. Like Jokes. It's crazy. I was like, man. what you doing, bro? What's the sauce? Teach me how to do it. No, it's, you know what, man? Instagram is crazy. Uh, I, so, me, so I talk about being a writer, right? That's I'm heavy on, like, what's the story you telling with captions? Like, I, I think a lot of things are funny. Videos and pictures. Obviously, I'm not posting nothing as original as one would think. Right, I get this shit from the internet or from Instagram. So right. somebody posted it already. Co- you copying and pasting. Yeah, I'm copying and pasting. Right, yeah. I'm ripping, ripping, and you know, doing the thing. So, but what I always try to be different is is the captions. Like, so you can laugh at the the picture, but what I try to do is give it another perspective by my caption. Yeah, you can so, laugh at the picture and then you gonna laugh at this caption. Yeah, so if you flip just, your whole mindset. Exactly, because if you see it that way, because I want you to see it outside of how you naturally gonna see this picture. Right. It's funny some lady fail, right? <laughs> but if I say that, if I give her a name and all kind of shit, then it's going to laugh a little harder. Facts. So that's how I'm going into my TV and film shit. I use my caps to be like, this is how I write a script. I write a story being silly as fuck like this. So I think that there is a, a gap missing in the, um, the I got the hookup lane. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I think the internet needs a nigga making I Got the Hookups right now. Mm-hmm. Except the L.A. version. Like, kind of like a low-budget ice cube. You get what I'm saying? Like a like a web series-looking Friday show. You get what I'm saying? There's, there is a space for that, for sure. I think you can feel it, too. You know, maybe they... You know what, though? Shit, have you went all through Prime? <laughs> it's all kind of fucking hood movies on that shit. But not maybe not the same is that, but <clears throat> Prime got the most ghetto shit in the world. Oh, God. Yeah, hey. Prime got them. Hey, Are they good, long? though? Not like, well, they usually trash. They usually trash. Except the dude from Detroit. I like dude from Detroit. I forgot. Uh, his name Murder. What's his name Murder? I don't know if y'all watch. I, I, he, first of all, 80% of movies that's from Detroit, he the one that did them. Uh, this nigga named Murder. He usually in all the films. They be funny as hell. They be really good. They hood as fuck, but it's super dope. But Prime usually have like those kind of films. Man. But even to that, even to that, um, so how I would do it is more so Seinfeld, 30 Rock, Curb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I feel like DJ Pooh is like the, the the godfather of that. Okay. Of like doing like a Friday. Like if you if we say like a Friday, yeah. he's the nigga that's doing, he's still doing those. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like a Friday, yeah. something like that. So I would love to do like 
give you a different look of black living. Yeah, like everything that. ain't hood. Everything ain't about the neighborhood. Everything it's like some people regular and work. Some people regular, regular got yeah. regular shit or a more affluent life, but not bougie. Right, like you know what I mean, that kind yeah. of shit. So I want to show those kind of aspects of how hey, we get out. Have y'all seen that one nigga that on Insta? It's the security guard. Yeah, he gets my kill. Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro, gonna get somebody killed, bro. What is this? That, nigga? Detroit. That nigga, yeah. Yo, Detroit now they have so I'm many saying, similarities, bro. bro. They're like our cold cousin. Bro, that's a lot of people don't know a dope game too. I know I just took it somewhere else, but that's a whole nother connect. I've been watching BMF. You see this jacket? I was gonna say, yo, is G Funk originally from Detroit? Like I heard, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that one nigga Disco uh, is uh, said that shit. Disco, Disco house like music G-Funk. is. Like, oh shit! Oh, shit bro. They're like Damn, the, whose couch is this? <laughs> <laughs> like you know the, what? I can't. I can't say. I. I. I don't know for. I don't know, and I'll be biased to say. Right. It's just yeah. Uh, yeah me. You know, I'm in our backyard. Like. Right. But I, I can't truly say. I don't know. I never heard the term. Me. I have heard it before. Stupid, warranty and all that. Yeah. No. I don't mean the actual term. I mean like the actual, yeah. yeah. The music. But I know. But I've never heard yeah. even the term until yeah. Yeah. warning them. So yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, how y'all feel about Ashanti? She fine. What? Physically? No, what's oh. her move right now? <laughs> what, what's she on? So, she is re recording her first album and oh, yeah. putting it out okay. so she can control the masters. And Irv Gotti came out and spoke up and was like, This is fucked up. I own them masters. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Ashanti, I signed her to my label. I produced the songs. I. I gave her the platform to do all this, and now she's just basically just trying to cut me out of that magic we made in hope. So basically, what she's doing is re-recording it, and it's legal under cover laws. Like you can cover songs sure. and shit, right? So she's covering her songs, just hoping that her fan base is loyal enough to her to click her version. Instead Why not of just make original. some new shit? Well, because the songs are what they are. People so, are still yeah, looking for the yeah. song songs. The songs are what they are. So I mean, she can still make some new shit, but she can also like, do this too. If, yeah, but you know, like but, I was saying, this age, new shit and NFT it. She'll fuck around and she might fuck around and do a crazy ass bag off of that shit. You know, everybody you know, going crazy with because, the NFT because shit. it's your baby. Right, that's facts. Right, it's you know a Shanti by a Shanti. Yeah. Like that's facts. But I mean, you know, just think about all the litigation and shit you're gonna have to go through with all that shit. Like, but she knows it. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, I know, and she knows. That's the thing. You gotta think I, about we, that we bag. Know. But no, I'm talking right. about you. Also, gotta think about the bag Ashanti talking about. Yeah, yeah like her little talking. residuals be like a quarter mil every month. So like, if she just did it herself, if she outright owned the master seat. I don't know how deep that contract goes as far as how much she owns. Right. Because if she's saying, if Ashanti is saying. I don't own my masters at all, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And I think she should do whatever she needs to do to get her masters back. Right. Irv owns them, he said. Uh, no, he said he owned them for sure, but I don't know if she owned any of it. Right, who right. knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if, he owned, if she owned any of it, but if he owns them for sure, you have no Irv, like, you almost can't stand on anything as far as how I feel, because I'm like, yeah, you, I mean, like, how long are you supposed to own them? Right. Like how long before she can get back buy to him like, back? My I mean, song's yours forever? Like, yeah, Damn. like, like how long are you supposed to own? Like, so, you know, it's kind of like, when can she eat? She's eating off of, like, I'm Ashanti. She is Ashanti. She, right. She's sexy as a motherfucker. She still look good. Mm-hmm. She gets book gigs here and there just by being Ashanti. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to making music off her most successful shit she's ever done to date, she can't eat off that? That's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. You know, that is wild as fuck. 
I mean, you know, them contracts, bro, especially from back in them days, is wild. Like, yeah. And, you know, I hear a lot about the now 90s. That now it's wild. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Distro Kid got it set up like uh, like DM or like Rough Riders and like all of them niggas had it, like Jay-Z and them had it. They got it set up with 9010. It's just now, like, you got to pay for the marketing, though. Yeah, and so the cool part about it, I'm good, I'm good, you're looking. Mm-hmm. The cool, cool part about it is a lot of your marketing is about you and how you get out on social media. Mm-hmm. So you can make a lot of money just by being popular. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you, and that'll cut off a lot, that'll cut off a lot of your cost. NFTs don't make sense to me if you're not popular. It depends, though. Look, think about it. The people who've been making money in NFTs, none of these are famous people, except mm-hmm. Beeple. He was probably the most famous, right? Except who? Exactly. So Beeple. <laughs> ain't no people doing doing nothing except Beeple. <laughs> I said huh? Beeple. I know. He oh, said right no here. people were making money except Beeple. Except Beeple. No, I said, I said most of them aren't popular except Beeple. Beeple in the digital space is one of them. He's been popular for a very long time as far as being a digital artist. Mm-hmm. To this day, he's, his NFTs make the most money. He's, one F, one NFT or I don't know if it was a collection or one, we sold it sold for sixty four million. Damn. So, right. I don't gotta make me an album. But when you talk about younger, they got a, it's a young girl. She's fourteen years old. She's made like a hundred thousand. Mm. Like nobody knows these people. Right. But in that space, you could be the rock star. Right. You could. It's be. about what kind of art you put out. What where you where you are, where are you where you are platform right? If you're in OpenSea, where in, in a, which is the largest NFT base, mm-hmm. and you putting shit in there and you, your shit next to other people's shit and somebody just find it or right. something and then next thing you know boom you DJ B like y'all just cashed out on like 200,000 on a fucking picture I drew and minted it an NFT and somebody liked it that, see that's the difference in that space too is mm-hmm. that they're not looking at it as like I mean obviously it helps if you're Snoop or something right right right, right. but if you are DJ B and your art is just dope that, that's dope to somebody mm-hmm. They'll pay, and if it end up if your collection is dope to somebody else, a gang of people will pay uh-huh. just to have it because it's art to them. Yeah. So they'll let your story be super deep, like yo, I created this, and this is the vibe I was making, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then somebody like yo, I fuck with the story, I fuck with that creation, and then boom, you can make. It's a lot of people getting rich in NFT that's not famous. Yo, um, fuck. That's fast. That's yeah. how that happens. That's <laughs> 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 that nigga said, yo. Yeah. I'm yeah, faded. I, I, I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. <clears throat> I just was going to say, though, like, bro, that's the perfect reason to re- oh release an NFT. And do you know how to get that shit minted? Yeah, you go, um, as far as, uh, well, uh, the step, the basic steps are, you um, go to OpenSea. It's OpenSea dot, I think it's I-E or I-O or something like this. Just the OpenSea, it'll come up on the web. It's the biggest website. So you have to op- get OpenSea and open a, a, a site or an app called... See, like the ocean? Yeah, OpenSea. Yeah, OpenSea. Yep. Okay. And uh, MetaMask, M-E-T-A-M-A-S-K. So what you do is is MetaMask is your wallet. Uh, first of all, you got to understand crypto. Yeah, right? you got to buy ETH. You got to buy ETH, right? First off, buy some ETH. Keep that shit. If yeah, you believe, first of all, buy ETH. If you believe in <laughs> NFTs, make sure you got a stash of, of yeah, Ethereum. Right. For sure. Because, yeah. come on. And then you load up your MetaMask wallet. And your MetaMask wallet, you connect to OpenSea. That's your link, right? So you go to OpenSea and create uh, NFT. So if you, I want to upload a digital picture 
I'll take if I take a picture of you two niggas right now, I can put an NFT and a song and it. as well, right? and a song I can do a song too, and I can put up NFT and mint it. Now gas fees is crazy high, right? It's called gas fees when you mint your mint your shit. Yeah. Sometimes that shit can be anywhere from like ten to two hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah. Not two hundred. Yeah. So Fuck I'm, it, I'm <laughs> still minting my shit. And um, and create you create so you you will you will fund that through your MetaMask wallet. That's where Ethereum be held. You, so you fund that through there to pay your gas fees and create it through OpenSea. Just push create and it'll run you through your steps, upload, title oh, it, do all the shit, whatever. It's dumb easy. I'm taking all my music down from streaming services. No, we you should just make new did? shit. We should make new shit and I just put it in the, the NFTs, bro. Yeah, that nigga so did a million. Bro. Yeah. bro, ain't nobody saying don't do the new shit. I'm no. saying <laughs> transfer the old <laughs> shit to there. Like, right. you leaving but, money on the table, baby. Come on, take question. it all over there if you really believe well, it. Well, you can take F-word episodes and make them. Oh, Do it, do it fuck up the streaming, though? Can you stream an NFT? I don't know. Like, I don't give a that's fuck. the thing I would be concerned about is like, is you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, it doesn't operate in the same space. I know that's what that's my. They concern. don't even interrupt each other. But that would be the thing, though. Can you use shit that's like content that's for NFTs? Put it for from like Apple or Spotify and mint it. No, 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 mm-hmm. not not that. I mean, like when you're playing the NFT, do the stream count? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so because it's not streaming at all. Right. But you are getting paid when you put your royalty on it. That's the cool thing about NFTs. You can put like 5%, 10%, 20% royalty on it. Right. You can do that in perpetuity. Meaning, if I sell DJB um, NFT and for one ETH and then another nigga buy and sell it for two, I get 10% or five. Whatever I mark, I get it off every time it's sold in perpetuity. Oh. So if the motherfucker keep going up, you get five or 10, whatever you set. 10% of whatever it sells for that's and throughout perpetuity. That's yeah. what they're about NFT too. So you get paid once and you keep getting paid after that if they keep going big. Yeah. NFTs, baby. I'm on them. I'm on them today. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what um, what would you suggest for people who are trying to pursue rap right now, right? Mm-hmm. And they need some money. They need money? Yeah, they broke, mm-hmm. but they want to be a rapper. What should they do? Go hard on your social media. Mm-hmm. Most of them rappers are broke. They looking at. It. Yeah, I know. Most rappers they even like and they looking and compare themselves to mm-hmm. don't have no money either. Mm-hmm. You know, so go hard on your social media. Whatever you got to do to go hard, whatever you got to do that you can live with, mm-hmm. that you can look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day. That's the only, that's the only way. If you ain't got no bread, that's the only way. Because you got to be seen. You got to be seen, which means you can be heard. Which means you can get popping if people like what they're hearing. They would see and hear. That's the only way. There's no way about beat. I'm talking about if, if you have no capital and you're trying to operate in this space, social media is the only way to do it. IG, TikTok, however you do it, get it going. Because somebody's out there doing it right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch people. I'll be, I'll come, I'll come across pages every time. It may be some rapper. The rapper may be from here in my own backyard. He got a million followers. And I've never <laughs> heard of this nigga. Right. But what does it mean? He got a million followers. Right. Just because I heard it don't Just mean shit. You ain't heard it don't mean a goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? A world of some he did something right, whether it was social media, whatever he did, he got popping. So it's hit in his section or area or whatever, whoever knows him, that's all that matters. You can do anything once you got them kind of numbers. What's crazy is right now, you I'm pretty sure if you're an artist and you got like a million followers, two million followers, you can walk in any label just off that alone. Yeah, for sure. Before they hear any music. 
Like, I'm such and such, and I have too many followers. This is me? Here's my music. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they need to see why. Because the money come with that. Right. right, for sure. Oh, you can you can reach people. Yeah. We want money from people. Yeah. That's how I go. <laughs> yes, please. Well, yeah, no, for sure. I think... That is everything for us. <laughs> <laughs> I always say dead space when, when, when uh, I'm in interviews. It's always dead space. Mm-hmm. I say dead space because I try to fill it up. It was dead space because it was the end. Um, I would like to thank Bad Luck for coming out. Thanks for uh, good me, luck. Man. Fuck. Sorry. It's, it happens. I'll give you a hug. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Luck for coming through. I really appreciate you. Always coming through whenever we ask for anything from you. you. I'm for real. We should work on making something visual for the world to have. Let me know. Yeah, bet. It's just that simple. I mean, I say it, and then if people don't see it, I'm all I'm gonna say is DJ beat it in me or Evan. Damn, right. (laughs) It's Evan, you son of a bitch. Get the fucking work done. (laughs) Oh, now he's just gonna pretend like he's looking at the camera the whole time. It's okay. (laughs) Hey. Thank you so much nah, for coming you, through, bro. bro. You, 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 know, man. you did an amazing bro. job stepping in. Pleasure to bro. You are a pleasure, man. Likewise, bro. Y'all keep minding your own business. That's a great name for my girl. Thank you. You know where the story came from? I do not know. <laughs> right, I'll tell you. My girl's grandma was on the news for like turning like 83 or something, mm-hmm. right? And then. Why? Why? Because she's old. 83 is like a, it's not like 100 something. And I guess her, her granddaughter put happy birthday on their lawn. Got it. Okay. Right. So it was like, <laughs> oh, they did so much for them, right? And then they was like, so what advice would you give people to make it as far as you've made it? And she was like, mind your own business. You cannot be mad at that. Hey, no, that's the really shit though, bro. That. That, that is literally that was the real shit. Business. There was a good year because her grandma died right mm-hmm. so there was a good year where every time somebody would take a shot i would be like to minding your own business like it didn't matter what the right, fuck right, they right, toasted right. to i'll just add that Dude, you, you, <laughs> mind your you own go business. so much further if you mind your own business right bro but when do you let me ask y'all i know we off the, i know we off the record right now but they them niggas might be recording it's bro. all good i'm not saying that crazy but uh <laughs> i was having a conversation with some some partners of mine right and they were talking about a lot of these videos when it comes to like women and dudes doing disrespectful shit to women like in the streets mm-hmm. like whether it's like i remember that video where old boy threw old girl in the trash in new york and then some dude got mad at some girl because he didn't get her number so he shot her crazy shit like that right like, niggas are sensitive bro they are and they weak as shit yeah, i'll be thinking like what happens when like i can't watch certain shit happen yeah nah, you know what I mean? and i almost sometimes like pray that i'll be around certain kind of stuff mm-hmm. because we are black people. We live by mind your own business. Yeah. But what happens with mind your own business is we find ourselves in a lot of trauma because of mind your own business. Uh-huh. Right? A lot of us was minding our own business when you found your, found out your nasty ass uncle was doing bullshit to kids coming up in the family. Real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Mind Your Own Business. We said we was leaving, but we got a, we got our second win. Uh, okay, keep going. We we got trauma from minding our own business. Yeah, we we we, we got trauma from minding our business, and, and we live by that, right? Yeah. Mind your own business, especially at we we we'll see some shit and we like that ain't that ain't that ain't my business, yeah. right? And but 
like it kind of is our business though. It's like our responsibility to, to do some of our to money own business. So, you, business. You, you, you don't want to shout No, I'm fine. Thank All you. Right. Um, it's kind of like it's our business to take care of our own and take care and be being right and not wrong. So when wrong is happening, yeah, like it makes you wrong. It makes you wrong too. So. Although I understand the money your business, she yeah. being 83 and saying money your business, and I get that because we were all born on that. Mm-hmm. But that shit has. I was talking to a friend today, and one of her, um, one of her, uh, her cousins, you know, tried to commit suicide. She you know she got some mental things going on, right? Um, and a lot of times, even in the family, we have relatives like that that we just kind of push to the side, right? You black people, we good for like, oh, that's your crazy uncle such and such. Mm-hmm. But nigga, he, that's a real medical issue. He's not just crazy because he be tripping. Like, he, it's a real something going on with his brain. And y'all just put the nigga in the corner or just let him live out back in the back house. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's some black people shit. Right. Wait, who is that back there? Mind your own business. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, or, or like, or like I said, when something happens to some woman on the street or somebody, we always like, that's our first thing to mind your business. We've been told that we've been raised about that. And it's such a fucked up thing because. It's a survival mechanism, though. Yeah, we're, we're, we're ingraining it that. We're ingraining that because think about where we came senses, from bro. again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what's crazy? That you ever seen Black AF? Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Kenya Barris is onto something, bro. Yeah, you can always amazing. relate it back to slavery. For sure. We have to mind our own business because think about what we saw our family members going through, our yep. friends going through. Right? They getting their ass whooped for no reason, and you be like, "What the fuck?" Like, and they're like, "Mind your own business." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, just it's think deeply about rooted it, bro. In us. Like, yeah, and to speak on the deeply rooted, genetically, bro, for us to even be here, bro, there's a certain level of survival that had to have occurred, you know, that preceded us, bro. Like the survivors that made it to create us, bro. Like, right, because niggas was dying yes, on the way bro. to America, yes, bro. bro. They so was like that, that somehow, ship voyage bro, was we were was strong tough. enough, we were smart enough, we were like fearless enough mm-hmm. and fearful enough to have made it to this point. And then sure. thankfully, bro, we'll you know, we're at an age now where we could procreate and shit and create on the lineage, bro, to like, you know, but, um, you know, look, to your point, though, bro, I think you're right. I think that it's mind your own business, but with caveats, though. Like, you know what I'm For saying? Sure. You can't right, right. be out here, like, letting people go outside the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but it's also certain shit that I'm going to mind my business with. Like, you know, somebody trap booming is not my business. <laughs> you know yeah, right, right, right. Like, that's what I mean, to that point. Like, it's always caveats. So yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. I, certain things I can't, because we, we don't know how to separate it. Right, mm-hmm. we don't know how to say when not to and when we should. We just live by mind your own business. That's it. Like you said, it's a survival mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, can you live with that? Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Even the people who can live with that, I would say that's trauma. Right. If you can live with that, that's trauma that you don't even know that's trauma. Damn, that right. is a deep. That is you know a I mean? deep rooted like mental issue. Because how could you? How could you watch that happen? If, mm-hmm. if if you don't have any well, no, no, empathy, no. you know how like, you could watch yeah. it happen. Y'all know what the amygdala is, right? Hell no, nah. what the fuck? It's is that? like the shit in the back of your brain. It's like the small part of your brain. Oh, that's what, uh, freeze, flight, or fright. Yeah, yeah freeze, that's what, uh, flight, or fight. Um, on um, Django, that the Candyman was talking about. Uh, 
Whoa. That's what you're talking about the, with the back of the skull with the thing. Yeah, kind of, uh-huh. but not not necessarily that though. The amygdala is actually like a scientific part of your brain is connected to your spine. It's like oh, responsible got it, got it. Okay. for fight or flight. It's not got like it. in the skull. Okay. So like this shit specifically is responsible for like the fear that like you know if something was ruffling in the bushes, mm. niggas' first instinct would be to stop. Try oh my bad I'm high then try and run and then if we had to we'll then try, try to and, run like, or fight yeah mm. fight would the be the last resort though right. yeah right. exactly so mm. like that's Freeze. that's how mm. niggas be in them situations where it's like mind your own business because the fear paralyzes a lot of people you know yeah. what I'm saying and then they just sit back and watch that shit happen you know and so you know what needs, what needs to happen I think is that that being a thing that means always room for reprogramming facts hell yeah that's bro. the problem because. I would argue that that wasn't even first. The design of us, we wouldn't even like that first. Mm-hmm. I believe the Facts. trauma of what happened with slavery put us in this condition, right. and then now we're reprogrammed to live like this. We're reprogrammed to live in survival to mode. To live in survival mode. Right. And then now it's like, oh, don't do like when, 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 you know, back then when the they would take the quote-unquote buck and fucking torture him or beat the shit out of him or separate him by horses in front of his family so the moms can tell the kids that this is why you don't mess with the white man. And then teach that shit and it trickle down and it teach you forever. It's like you find yourself in 2021 with your L's, car registered, brand new car. You ain't got a you ain't got a record or nothing. You still nervous because the police behind you, right? Because yeah, that trauma from like all them years of just like don't mess with the white man, right? Yeah. All them things. But I think just to reprogram it and mind your business needs to be a reprogramming right. because we should also know as adults when to and not to mind your business. Thank you. But we can't use that as an overall thing to be like, I'm not getting in nothing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not getting it. Right now, some niggas run back here because they looking for Evan because Evan got some shit going on in the what street that we didn't know about. And then, and then, if it was like mafia shit, right? Evan like, knows what's going to happen. No, no, no. Bro. Right. But, but I'm saying, for the most part, if it's mafia shit, well, if we in the backyard, obviously, this is our space. <laughs> if it's on the street somewhere and they get some shit and somebody like, damn, what's up with so it could be like seven Italian dudes mm-hmm. in, in, in a neighborhood full of black people and no, they just let it happen. Yeah. Because they look like, oh, like what he do? Fuck what he did. Help this nigga and he'll right, figure the rest of the right. shit later. We can figure out what he did after yeah. we helped this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You know, it's, it's, a, it's just crazy. I was just thinking about that with the Mario Bitter thing. It look, gets deep. It gets deep. Look, I, I, I got to say this though. I, Hold on. Yeah, look. Yeah. On the first episode, they said I said some shit that was out of pocket. I'm not going to be out of pocket this time. <laughs> If some niggas came looking for Evan, bro, we're going to have a nice discussion with the gentleman. For sure. (laughs) We're going to converse with We're going to fraternize with them gentlemen, bro. Yeah, there will be a conversation. Yeah, yeah, bro. We're going to pop that shit with them niggas. I'm sorry, excuse me, what's happening right now? Excuse me, bro. Hold on one second. Who's the leader? Yeah, what the Congress want to be saying? Like, let me reclaim my time. Like, we gonna have to reclaim right, some time right, with them right, gentlemen. Right. Like, yeah, nah, for sure, bro. Nah, but yeah, it's just, it's just. Yeah, I thought about that when you said that. Like, get into the mind your business thing. I'm like, dude, that's been fucking us up. For that's a some very trauma. Long time, that's bro. some trauma. But I, I gotta be honest with y'all. I've already decided to make the lifetime vow of minding my own business. <laughs> so I'm gonna just keep doing that. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, baby. I'm with you. I'm at that. But I. I volunteer I volunteer people to be the change of not yeah. minding your own business. Yeah, yeah. Mind everybody else's. You know business. the flip the what happens is, is Get that, your camera. That's why I'm not mad at that's why I'm not mad at that. What happens is, is that when you find yourself in position and then everybody around you mind their business. 
mm. then it's gonna get then it get bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. You that. know, it's like it's it's a fucked up thing. Like you know what I mean? You wish you had so my nigga. You know, a lot of times shit be happening on the streets. It'd be a gang of people around. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. that, you know that show? That show. Uh, what's it called? What you would have? What you would have done? Or something like that? What? Uh, what you would have? What would you do? What would you do? And they'll the show, children's show. No, nah, no, no, it'd be no, like a gang of different it's shit like, happening. It's like they'll put they'll, they'll make have a scenario in the street where some dude jump out of a van and try uh, jump out of a van and try to snatch a woman just to see what everybody would do. Dude, you know, majority of the time niggas don't be doing shit. I know for a fact that that's the right. Case. And I'm just like, yo. Y'all just, or, or somebody come and try to walk a baby off or something, and niggas be around like, yo, hey, they got your baby. Like, my nigga, what are you doing? Like, you just watch the baby get walked off. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I, I don't, it's hard for me to watch that kind of shit, especially with me getting older and my mind changing, how I'm looking at life changes. Bro, how I look at us changes, right? The problem is, is that when niggas like that look at somebody like you, like me looking at you, mm-hmm. The reason why I'll never in life ever do anything to harm you because I find value in you. Right. And you being who you are and you being a black man because you look like me, we look like each other. Mm-hmm. We got that commonality. And I, the reason why it happens in like game banging or street shit is because the the hate we have on ourselves, if I, if I hate me and everything I got going on in my life, how in the fuck can I respect you? That's why I don't take nothing for you to step on my shoe or you DM my girl and I'm trying to smoke everything. Mm. Like you know what I mean The problem is because People don't see value In each other So with me seeing value In you And you That that mean I see value In the little girl Or the, the daughter Or the, the girl Who's in the park By herself And somebody jumped out Because I, I It can't weigh on me Later what happened to her If I stand And let that go down you Is there I mean? anybody You don't feel value for No I find I find value In all things I find value in Kyle Rittenhouse bro No 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 So look so I don't feel like this. I don't hate anyone, but I, there's people I dislike. Yeah. I dislike him for what he did. George Zimmerman, bro. You know what I mean, same thing. Yeah. You find value in George Zimmerman? No, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not finding value in them because of what they did. They, 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 it's a different kind of a creed. I ain't you ask hate. why you find value, yeah. but you do find value no, in them. No, 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 I don't find value. I'm, I, I, I'm yeah. not, like because I don't. I'm not speaking like on everybody's. Term. First of all, I wouldn't speak on white people in general. Okay. I speak about us. Right. Hey, I'm, I'm aware of outside that. of that. Right, <laughs> right, right. Question, question, question. If you see, like, this is a burnt question, so I don't know what we're hey, doing, man, but know, look, look, look. If you seen them <laughs> niggas, bro, and you knew they didn't have a blower on them, bro. <laughs> Carl Rittenhouse and George Zimmerman, you know they don't got blower on them, and you like in a motherfucking, like, Macy's or something. Not even Macy's, bro. Somewhere probably more intimate, bro. A little more like George where they, where they can't run from you. I'm be real and with it's kind of it's kind of a situation. I'm be real with you. What I are would you not, doing? I would not do nothing. To written house. Yeah, he's too young. He's a kid. Well, that nigga getting pummeled. I'm pummeling my boy on somebody. <laughs> um, nigga, we in the. I look at it like this. Let me give you some perspective of not being in that situation. Um, can we just talk about the elephant in the room that none of the people that he killed was black? I mean, that's true. Yeah, so here's, but, uh, but not even that, though. What about Zimmerman? No, no. That's a different case. All right. <laughs> well, we'll, right. we'll talk like, him. Kyle, we'll talk Z. Kyle, yeah. written out for me, Kyle written out for me is a, he's a kid, first of all. Um, he's a kid that killed white people. I mean, I, well, I mean, right? he's a kid. Period. I, I'm not fucking with him. I'm not. I, I, I can't. I, I can't fuck with him. I can call somebody. I'm up there. Hey, I'm watching. I'm holding. I'm watching. Hey, I got a little homie. Whatever. Yeah. But Zimmerman, I have to pray that I do nothing because mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I don't really want to do nothing. Right. Yeah, I get that. But I do want to do everything. Right. 
I just want to squabble with bro. Because I, man, you understand? I, I got wife and kid. Like, yeah, I no, can't just do nice. what? Can do what? That's right. It's bad though. I'll beat that nigga up. <laughs> I'll at least punch him once. If I just seen him on the lonesome, yeah, like. Or what about to hit him with the LeBron elbow on accident? Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. If I saw George Zimmerman in public and he was by himself, I would do nothing to him because I would not know that that was George Zimmerman. Right. Neither. I totally would. You know what I mean? You uh, you would know right George Zimmerman if you seen him right now. If I ever see that face, I'll never forget. I don't. Yeah, I, I can't do that. Remember, bro. Never, if he walked back here right now, I'd be like, "Bro, George Zimmerman." <laughs> and I'd probably get a jump. But no, like if a nigga be, walked I, in my backyard, yes. But if I seen him on third, like you know what I'm saying? Like if you I seen, know if George I seen Zimmerman in your backyard, I think that's when you wouldn't know George Zimmerman because you're no. like, what, "Why would he? Why is he in my backyard?" It would be really, <laughs> who is this George Zimmerman looking motherfucker? <laughs> Would you say his whole name? <laughs> <laughs> well, who the fuck is George? You know, you know, you know it's bad when black people know your whole name. Like, yeah. we know your government, bro. That's That's up for you, bro. Sure. Yeah, no. Nah. But like, I, yeah, I, I would think it was somebody that looked like, like Zen some Zen shit, man. I couldn't hold my anger on it. You know, facts. We I'm know. Trying to, I'm trying to be cool with. I, I wouldn't want to do that. I, but it's no. You can't. Just, he got that off. Right. And he paid no price for it. Right. I would not. I would not. I would think it was like, huh. Oh, George Zimmerman looking motherfucker. <laughs> I would not think it was George Zimmerman. And he would get away if, if he said no. It's okay. not because I saw George Zimmerman and thought he should get away. <laughs> I would just think somebody looked like George Zimmerman. I wouldn't believe it was them. If do, you I, think, do, you, do you guys think that this um, is ever going to be better for us here in America? It you is getting better for us shit? here in America. You think so? I know for you, you a fact so it is. You mean police brutality? Everything, everything negative to come with being us in America. Listen, I think. Me, oh, go ahead. Go, go, no, my bad. Go, 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 I think go. all of that shit is tied to economics, right? I feel Absolutely. like, like I seen this nigga Money Man. He was talking the other day on live, and he was like, "Nigga, only eight percent make over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year." So, like, when you think about it, that means the other 92% make under that. Like, now, I'm not saying $150,000 should be the standard or the golden standard or anything. But, like, that's honestly, like, would be, like, a livable wage where you could travel and have leisure you and all live. kind of you shit. You can live a right? regular yeah, life. Exactly, right? With, with a vacation. With that. So, yeah, exactly. With a vacation. That's it. It would I mean, be that. A house. Life, you know, regular life running and water. home ownership means regular. Thank you. Right. Right. It would be that shit, right? But then you think about 92% of Americans don't make that. Mm-hmm. Then you, you know, you know, make that bigger and you look at the rest of the world. It's even fewer than make that shit. So, like, I think all of that shit is tied to economics. I think that the death rates, I think that the way that black people are treated, like mortality rates, health mm-hmm. rates, all that shit, tied to economics. And to your point, bro, if only 8%, you know the police ain't making that. And you know the police aren't educated, so they're gonna keep killing us. In the jails, they're gonna keep killing us. They're gonna keep imprisoning us. You think that's an economics and education problem? Hell yeah, bro! It's economics that you know. Think about what do the prisons, what do the prisons get for each prisoner a year? Ain't it like seventy or eighty thousand dollars a year? You know, the prisoners or the, the cops? No, the prisoners in prison. Right, right. But I'm saying, I, I was asking about the cops. Oh, cops only get uh, like no. fifty thousand dollars a year. Or right. Some I'm shit. saying. So you think they doing that because of the economics and the education? Hell yeah, I think that being a cop is an easy job. You could come straight out of high school, make 50 bands a year, no education, and I could go out on yeah. the streets and... That's like joining the army and staying home. Yeah, thank you. Evil. Thank and, you. And just to be clear, you saying if they come in here and do that, that's going to make them racist? 
I mean, I'm not saying that they gonna, it's going to make them racist. Because I'm not saying it's, 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 it's not a vast screening process wait, wait, wait. for not being racist. <laughs> but the constructs in America already make cops racist, period. Like, the constructs in America do. It's already visualized and televised that cops are one way and the civilians are another. So even if you're Especially a cool nigga. Especially civilians. Right. Even if you're a cool nigga. As a cop, your disposition is the general masses hate me because it's what I see on NYPD Blue and all the movies and I all the same shit TV that I watch. Got. Yeah. So when I go out into the world as a cop, you already hate me. So fuck you. So let me ask you this. I'm going to turn up on you every time I, you know right. what I'm saying? So let's, shit, let's flip so that, like, right? But it's coincidentally more to black people that they well, decide I'll, to turn Thank on. you. I'll but it's because it. they interact more with us. They're more heavily saturated why in black they, communities. Why are they interacting they're not with us as more? Mu- that's what's fucked up. They're not as dispersed shit. in Beverly Hills. Where, where, that's where. But that's, so, that, so I was going to say the flip side of that is that none of that shit makes you racist. I know black people can't be racist like right, that. Right. But I'm saying none of that makes you a bigot. Right. Like everything you just said, we got it worse than that. We come under that, right? And none of that made us bigots. Right. Side note: the word "bigot" seemed more offensive than racist to me. Like, call me racist <laughs> before you call me a bigot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even fully understand what bigot means. Right. Like, I am highly yeah. offended by but it. The, call me a racist. The only reason we don't have, the only reason like black people can't be racist, like, and I've heard that theory is like, it's only because of the power construct. Sure. Though. Yeah, because like, racism is only about power construct yeah. right and, and you being superior to another the being. oppressed yeah. cannot be racist yeah, yeah. So for sure well no i've heard that definition i know but they need to be clear on that too i've heard that too and i got to straight people out so look there's other people there's because you know you can't group us all in with poc people of color right. everybody's not black right right, right? right, right but right. you can be a person of color be oppressed and still be racist to black people yeah of course you know what I mean you can so be Asian even though oppressed can like, be racist yeah we can't we yeah. we can't we don't you know what I mean to. we can't because even even at even there's a large part of the Hispanic community can yeah. and we born and raised with Hispanic with Mexicans all day long you know what I heard once about black people is fucked up because we are the only people African Americans we are mm-hmm. the only people without culture yeah like and so we are in the process of making our culture you know what i'm saying but like people have deep rooted hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yeah. of years mm-hmm. but like the Italians. they just fucking stripped us and started naming us Derek you feel <laughs> what i'm saying <laughs> yeah we don't, so that's a that's a problem not having your own language is a problem right like not having your own language we not have our own home like yeah. irish people can go all the way back to ireland yeah, you know and research what I'm saying? That shit. and yeah. africa's so big and 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 then I, this is another conversation but africa's so big that you can't just go there and be like i'm from here right right, right? and what about the people who didn't come from africa right because we were all over the world remember it was, we were here before the indians were here. we were mm-hmm. some of the first indians yeah. right and and on indigenous to this land before so-called Columbus went to, to, to found Cuba. A whole Cuba. Plot. He didn't even get right. to the states. He went to Cuba. So, so that's where Columbus went. Yeah, Cuba. Damn. He didn't even make it. Why to they the get states, that bro. nigga a holiday in October? Yeah, nah. Yeah. Both folks yeah. crazy. Is my birthday October? in October. October. Yeah, Columbus Day is for sure okay. in October because it's near my birthday, so I know every time. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the guy, but he got me a day off. Right, right, right. Pop it, pop it. He's a piece of shit. Right, for sure. Same with the Pilgrims the other day or a few weeks ago or whatever. 
What they giving? Yeah. What the fuck you mean? Yeah. Oh, how they gave them smallpox and killed them all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they they <laughs> put the put the but germs we in that. the blanket. I'm taking that day off. What the fuck? Right? Nigga, I'm for sure. I'm for sure taking the Thanksgiving off. White people are evil. Damn. Oh, shit. Historically. Oh, shit. Historically. Caveat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you. You disagree with me? No, I mean, bro, I agree with you, nigga. But, right, like, don't, you don't, said, don't, caveat, don't, don't leave though. me out here, like, nigga, no. Like, oh, okay, bro. You Pop said it, bro. You Pop said it, bro. It, like, okay. My boy was on that island up by his side. Right, yeah, y'all tried to leave me? <laughs> fuck that shit. No, bro. I'm like, with you, nigga. Like, I've read Guns, Germs, and Steel. Do you think white people are evil? I think a lot of white people are evil. Uh, hist- I'm saying hist- I don't even. I'm not even talking about right now. I'm talking about historically. That motherfuckers is evil. All of them. That's- it, the the winners so write the story, you, and the stories I hear, the white people are the evil. Right now, so yeah, when you no. see right now, when you see uh, if you walk around and see old white people, mm-hmm. do you figure to yourself like, oh, you was very racist as fuck back in the day? Yes, yeah, your family, your family that. has no, been them, racist. Them, them. So you gotta think like, no, hey, no, so I don't think that. You said old white people. I said old white people. Remember that? Oh, old white people. Yeah, old white people. Yeah, because segregation was within our parents' lifetime. Doctor King died in '67, bro. Doctor everybody white was racist. Doctor King died in '67. No, right. And I don't either. I mean, I don't think that, bro. But you know, like a large part though. But yeah. you know, you just if you if you got a guess and you got some money on it, you should guess that they racist because you'll probably like be all right. And I mean, bro, <laughs> bro, like if we really get into it, if you really think about the dynamics of L.A. where we are right now, it's segregated as fuck, bro. We live in the inner city. We live inside the freeways, the ten, the one ten, the four hundred five, and the one hundred five. Them niggas live on the other sides of the freeway, bro. That's just and, a and fact, bro. To. I mean, but they do now. Like, do it's just segregated, bro. Like, that's a fact, and that's happened within the generation from the civil rights movement to now. So, like, two bros point. White people do be pretty racist historically, bro. Right, historically. I'm oh, not, sorry, I'm not talking about nobody nobody's today. Nobody's arguing historically. I'm not talking about nobody yeah. today because... The way he said it, though, I was, was just like bland across the board. Right. His people are evil, period, point blank, period. And he went back and was like... Nice well, hold on. Track. Then you went back. No, wait. Can I, <laughs> in bro's defense, though. Can, in bro's defense. <laughs> yo, can we just ask for people to make their disposition clear like if you're not racist like you should actually have that should be something that you have to like be fucking demonstrative about no bro because because bro like i would rather a motherfucker tell me that they're racist to my face and be that instead of like being like oh yeah i support the movement and not cool about it bro if you're gonna be racist be racist to me i I, I, I understand that but the reason why i said why would they do that is because other than like clan or neo-nazi racist neo-nazis like uh, everybody else has been saying they're not racist I don't. I don't agree with they that. They all said they're not racist, bro. If, they all say it. Hold on, no, no. <laughs> that's what I'm that's saying. Not, <laughs> the ballots didn't say that in uh, November of a couple of years ago, bro. When you really look at these elections every year, bro, half of the country is split. Half of the, it's always half of the country, bro. And, Wait, bro, and, you talking about? I said people who are actually saying that they are racist. I yeah, no, about, of course, but huh? that's the whole thing, bro. It's about overt racism and covert racism, bro. Like, right, but I'm saying. So if you're if you align if your views align with somebody who wants racist. to displace white people yeah. or displace black people, yeah. and you want to fucking subjugate us and you want to make healthcare harder for us, mm. jobs harder for us, wages harder for mm. us, um, you want to kill us with the type of food and shit that's distributed to us. 
That's racist, bro. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. We don't argue. We we on the same page as that. Yeah, no. What facts. I'm saying is, is that these people are the same people that are saying they are not racist, even but though they're doing be, all though. that. No, you I understand be. that, but I'm saying that's why I asked. Why would you ask for that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, well, then, these people are saying they're not racist. I mean, so, right. It's like, why would I ask? They should at least just you know, tell us. Do you believe uh, George Zimmerman said George Zimmerman is a racist? Yes. Hell yeah, that nigga's he racist. He says he's bro. not racist. Of course, he bro. He says he's not racist. But I'm, I'm, to my point, I'm saying, of course he would say. He, yeah, nah. What are you supposed to say? I'm racist? No, but now I would. Because all the way with that shit. Yeah, right. Now you got a hood. Yeah, now you got a hood now. Put the white head on this point. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even, yes, I would respect overt racism. Like, you know what I mean? I, so, with me and, and Trump, was like, I, I looked at Trump that way. I looked at, like, well, shit. I'd rather have this nigga talking about fuck all y'all than have somebody like Biden where you gotta be like, hmm, everything he's changing is around us, not for us. Everything he's doing is, like, against us a little bit, but not for us. Like, where we gotta try to guess. Now, I'm not guessing. I know what I think Biden is. But I'm talking about, like, for the people who he's the president. eating this shit. Right, the president, that's what I was gonna say. But, like, but, but somebody like Trump, like, for me, I'm like, well, shit, at least he's showing him what, what he was. It ain't no but surprise. Both of them niggas said they wasn't racist, too, though. And that's of why course. I think but, they, but That's to my point earlier. That's what, that's what I was, you know what's funny? That was something I was thinking when Hillary and, and, and She Donald said she was, wasn't racist. Right. That, and that's, that, that's the exact point. Donald Trump said he ain't racist. Hillary said she ain't racist. But Donald Trump can't hide that he's racist. Right. Hillary is sneaky. Her family is the one that initiated the three right. strike rule, right. which disenfranchised our families yeah, forever and deep rooted, deep rooted, uh, uh, disconnecting our family bond, like as a culture forever. Like the Clintons did that, admitted to it, and apologized for it. And that's what I was saying earlier. That's what. So that's way like, more dangerous than a Donald Trump that's be like, you know, they're like, all good people. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying why you want to know that because whether you know or not, the same result, they're going to get the same results from these people. That's real. These people who are doing this and saying this and acting, acting this way. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't need for somebody to be, I don't need, you can't hang no nigga from a tree and be like, what? Like, I'm not racist. I did that because he was saying something to my daughter, so I killed him. And I just chose a noose. That's how I wanted to kill him. And what you think about lethal injections, though? That's still a Same. thing? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Damn. Thing. I don't like that. They was about to execute a nigga the other day in some state, bro. And they, they, no, they had to stay it because he was innocent. The only reason they stayed his execution because it was prudent. He was innocent. And he's, I, to my knowledge, he still ain't been released yet to this day. Mm. So it's like, yeah, nigga, what that. kind of shit is that, bro? Like, it's been proven I'm innocent the day of my execution or, like, leading up to that shit, right? Well, you heard about, oh, boy, just got out, uh, well, That's not crazy. got out, got exonerated finally after all these years. The lady who uh, wrote the book, um, what's the, what's the, Lovey Bones? Remember that movie? They had a movie that came out of Lovely Bones, right? Mm-hmm. And so the author of that book, years ago, wrote a memoir talking about how she got raped by a black dude. This, this black dude they just exonerated. Okay. And um, even though he wasn't the one, she pointed out in a uh, she pointed out in a lineup. She pointed out another thing in a lineup. And when they got to court, the police had him in there, and then she put it on him. So he ended up doing all these years in jail. And he just got exonerated. I think dude is like somebody. I forgot his name, but he like do something. Like somebody know the, like you would know. Not you would know. Like we, yeah, he's famous like that. But 
he do something. Anyway, and we found out just now she wrote that memoir like some some black dude raped her, so she basically just point out anybody. Duh, if you didn't, always, it was a black guy. Yeah, black guy. Emmett Till, same shit. The lady said For that sure. he didn't yeah. whistle at her and shit. Uh, like, you feel me? So like, but yeah, no, historically, and you know, this kind of goes back to your question originally, though. Will it change or has it gotten worse? I think was uh, something to that. Oh, I said, would it get better? No. You said it has. DJB said it has. It has not, and it will not until the economics change. Okay. That's, you know what I mean? And what you, you think? It has got better. Um, I think. Oh, I'm glad we brought up. I'm glad you asked me that question because I, I would hate. <laughs> right. No, but. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, so look. But we we stood on that. <laughs> but, all right, so look. <laughs> but I think the biggest racial equalizer is is absolutely the internet. You can go onto the internet and make more money than you ever thought you could because you can sell something to the entire world yeah, yeah, and yeah. they do not know what race you are. That's facts. Okay. If you market it the right way and shit. Yeah, yeah. You just, you sell a product. Yeah, a not, makeup product and shit. You, not you are selling a product, but sell a product. There is no racial e- inequalities there. Like, so, if we really, if we, if we really like deserve equality like we want to economically mm. it is a great time to try to like get there because that is the that is the perfect equalizer like go ham here mm. there is no racial biases here you know what i'm saying you're selling stuff on the internet right get the money i wouldn't say there's no racial biases i just it's you know it's kind of like Okay. Do you think there is racial bias and selling stuff on the internet? Yeah, I think there are. Uh, yeah, like algorithms and shit. Yeah, it's like I think possibly. They're like, oh shit, SEOs he's, or he's, he's, shadow banned, all that shit. Like it could be a bunch of things. They, you think eBay is t- is like, oh shit, he's posting stuff from nine zero zero four seven. Depending on who you are, depending dep- depend on who you are, what you did. For example, say if, say if you say if something happened in the news or something, or you or or you may be or you may have been talking about some political on your page. And then a bunch of people just felt like that was wrong. No, what I'm trying to tell sudden, you all is... All of a sudden, eBay took your account down. No, what I'm trying to tell you is account. you, as a person mm-hmm. on the internet, and you selling stuff on the internet are not connected. But they are connected. They are not at all. How so? How so? You got to delay It's them. just a different profile, nigga. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought, oh, you set up like a ghost account? No, not a fucking ghost <laughs> account. A real-ass account where you just sell stuff. Bro, people get caught... They taking out businesses every day from some Karen who they, they've then found and linked and found some shit she done sold or something another page she done sold because she said some shit. Now, now she's separate from her business or publisher or job or whatever. She had two different identities, all kinds of stuff like that. This shit happens every day. Mm, well, they, if they want to find out, do you think nobody knows DJB is selling these books over here on the low? If they want to find out, they're going to find out. Who the fuck is they that's caring about me selling a goddamn book? <laughs> I'm saying, what I'm saying is... I'm, <laughs> there isn't that there. That, 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 that they is not there. No, no, right. I, I understand that. I'm saying is you said it's it's not... It's, there's no, no racial bias. I'm saying put in certain situations, it changed them. It's variables change that. To say there's you no... you sloppy on the to internet. Say, to say there's know. no meaning, they know, period. Meaning, you don't have to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be... And, and it'll be no problem selling anything. To say there's no racial biases... Meaning, I can be who I am, and I can sell whatever I sell, attached to it and everything, and never have no problem because I'm a black man. 
I'm doing that shit, bro. I'm, I'm not saying you. you're not. I'm saying it, it, it racial by depending on the situation and variables, a problem can happen because you are a black man. You ain't selling shit on the internet. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that was your go to. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what, that's what you're telling me right now. Like you don't you don't get what I'm saying. Like, that's completely understand what you're saying. Like I just, I just got a, I just, I'm just a random mind. Amazon account that niggas is buying a towel from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they're not gonna be like, I'm gonna find a way to see if that's a black guy selling towels. Like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. I'm saying that. that I'm saying that. It depends on the situation. I, it's gotta it be can, a far faced situation. It can always. It can always be a thing. Yeah, I've seen and, it. And, and what happens is, it's it's hard to not live as yourself. See, look, the, I, I wish the racial biases were gone completely. Mm-hmm. I wish that was a real thing. How I view it. And I view it. Other countries don't have it. Don't have what? Racial biases, that's bro. That's fucking that, lie. Nigga, that doesn't exist everywhere. No, like don't it exist everywhere, here, but don't say it like other countries like don't have it. Here. But the no, words used here. where other countries don't have it. I'm like, I mean, shit, it's, they don't. it's not everywhere like it exists here, bro. You ever tried to catch an Uber in France? No, I have not. I heard bro. that shit is difficult. I, in, I know in New York firsthand <laughs> is difficult. It's racism. Taxi, yeah. No, nah, I'm talking about Uber. It's racism in a whole lot of places, bro. Yeah, no. Like across this globe, all over. Like when they come to appropriate, when they call it cultural appropriation, um, um, gentrification, colonizing, bro, you gotta understand. Where no matter where you stand in that, the history usually, the history of that country is started in racism. Right. Some bullshit went down. It's like, dude, could you, for example, if you go to Thailand, going to Thailand, walking around Thailand, looking at all the beautiful statues and everything, you see the statues with the the woman with the the, the hair, the, the knots, hair, whatever, whatever. Those are knots. That's a black woman. That's not even to be argued. They can't even argue it to me. But when you see the Thai people are, look like us. Come on, man. Like when you get deep, when you when you get there, and or you see the people from there, and then you, you when you look at these people, they look like you but Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the reason why the, your features look like that is because weather conditions. Yeah. That's why you are the eyes slanted eyes, and you look like that because weather conditions and climate. That's how you. That's how you would look. If you grew up over here with the climate being like this, like, you know what I mean? That's not, it's not, it's genetic, but it's genetic from the area and then a bloodline. Then that's what makes it genetic. But to your point though, Thai people that are darker skin in Thailand don't be like, I'm a black Thai person. No, no, they no. just are Thai. So what I mean by the whole but racism that's because history dynamic, lost again. but like the racism dynamic is not exactly the same. Even like in Mexico, right? Like people would think we were Mexican if we went to Mexico, bro. But have you? But see, have you been to the? Uh, like you know uh, what I'm saying? In Mexico, but they also. But until they heard it speak. And, and they also have like, Mexico. I just and I just I just did a watch a documentary on that too. They had a, uh, I forgot the city, in Mexico. It's nothing but, uh, nothing but black people. All speak Spanish. They all understand they're African. They all understand when Africans came over there and when they sat down and and and, and created shit and the bloodline is there. They all know they're African. They just know they're a African Latino. Yeah. They know they they, yeah, they know it and they speak it louder. No, we're Afro Latino. Just like if you go to some place in Dominican and, and Puerto Rico, and they say like, "No, we black, but we're from Puerto Rico." Right. But we speak Spanish because that's what happened. But right. the racism <laughs> you know I mean? is not like that's what I'm saying. Like it's <laughs> not like the racism is there. The stratification is there because yeah. of like poverty and shit. Like and that's what I mean. So it's like yeah yeah. Classism exists, yeah. but it's not the same as racism like we have it here. Like a white person from there would not interact with them 
like the white and black people there would not interact the same like we would interact the same like you know what i'm saying like, i don't know what the fuck you just saying because niggas lighter people and darker people in like mexico right like there's lighter, lighter people, and darker, darker people, people here yes. okay but they wouldn't interact with the same with each other like we would you feel me they wouldn't but then mexico too it's it's tricky it's I don't tricky. know a goddamn thing about life in Mexico. I don't yeah. know much about yeah, traveling. Yeah, because either, I've been on tour and I've been these places, and you fuck around and find yourself in the bar, and you like, like I gotta deal with this shit here too. Like, I know they got yeah. me at a strip club in TJ one time. Yeah. Hell yeah, nigga! I was in there. I was in the strip. Well, that's club. because you was at a strip club with TJ. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I had to learn that it, it was a hundred dollar lesson. Let me tell you. Oh, that ain't the worst lesson. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was. It was like, all right, I'm gonna take this out. Then, <laughs> yeah. I, had, I, had a, I had a girl give me a lap dance on my lap, and then I was like rubbing on it. And she was like, I didn't to do it. I was just like, see. Oh my god. See. You feel me? <laughs> my oh drunk my ass was like, just you yes, gonna fuck around, you gonna fuck around and, and have a good time. You just keep saying yes, right? But just like she was like, hand my I'd be like, see, right? And then she got up and grabbed my arm and took me to the back room. I was like, see. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> took me to the back room, right? And they took her top off and then started dancing. I was like, okay, she she getting naked now. Oh shit, I'm I'm about to okay, I'm about to fuck, okay. I'm about to fuck this okay. bitch, right? Nigga, four minutes later, she just gets up and walks out the room. I was like, oh what shit. What happened in the four minutes? She was dancing on me, giving me okay, a lap dance, giving me a topless lap dance, right? <laughs> so then I was like, but it was like one of them very right. intense. I was like, oh shit, this she loves me. This is my new. This is right. this is where I will start my new life, right? <laughs> so anyway, and then she just got up and then just started walking out all slowly and shit. I was like, oh, where are we going next, right? So I'm following her. Boom, get hit in the chest by a big ass buff dude, and was like, that'll be a hundred dollars. I was like, is that what the fuck I just did? I just got a hundred dollar lap dance. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn, why did I keep saying I got a whole If they would have bought it to you in pesos, you would have been fucked up. I got sex with TJ for cheaper than that. That's I believe the fuck out of you. I didn't I was not happy with those prices. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't agree I didn't agree to these terms right. before I did it. Bro, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I would if she would have said lap dance, hundred dollars in the back, I'd have been like no. no. Yeah, you know what's crazy when I think about that? You know how how filthy we had to have been to be in a strip club in Tijuana, bro? Yeah, I was, I was out. there last I was week. Outside. Nigga, the fuck you mean, bro? That's what I mean. You know how filthy you were last week? It's TJ. It's Stan. Come on. You yeah. last week? We're talking about you last week. week. The filthy bro. didn't change. It was last week. You you get exactly what we're saying tomorrow. We hit him, we hit him, and y'all trying to go to him. No, I'm good. <laughs> Wait, tomorrow? Nah, nah. <laughs> we can go tonight if you're available. Tonight, what's tonight? The the last, no, nope, can't go. Yeah, I'm cool on TV. Right. <laughs> I'm never going back to Tijuana. Okay, um, no, they got, they got, great oh, look at lobster man. prices. Look at this, man. Great look lobster prices. Doing. Yeah. Look, I'm not doing anything in TJ. I'm never going to TJ ever again. You go to TJ, you eat some shit ton of lobster for a cheap ass price. I'm sure. And then you come back home. Not never going to TJ ever again. You're not going to do that? Okay, <laughs> no I understand. Way. You don't like lobster discounts. I, I love lobster discounts. Hey, are y'all, hold on. <laughs> Before we get out of here, anybody fucking with the new series? 
this out, like BMF or Narcos? Yes, or? All I'm clearly fucking with BMF, bro. Yeah. I, I'm clearly. I, <laughs> I, they call me Straight Eyed Terry. That me That's hilarious. <laughs> I love uh, the show BMF. I, I love BMF. I love. I love all um, 50 Cent star yeah, shows. Yeah, I want some new shit now. Which is better, 50 Cent, the the power, or the like the ghost shit, or the... BMF 2 News. Because you've been seeing them yeah. competing. Have y'all been seeing them competing? Power is just better, bro. Calm BMF, down. BMF 2 News, but I can't front. I like the fact that I know this is a true story. embellished true story. That's why I like him more. Okay, I'm changing my vote. That's he how said, I feel, yeah, too. That's said. how I feel, Cause too. Because you know a lot of shit, yeah, you, nah, you know, yeah. can't put everything, but a lot of it's some real shit. You know what I mean? So I'm like... And I, I remember I was in the clubs back then, so I know what that life was like when a hundred niggas came through and take over the club. And I what was that, that like, bro? Insane. I remember I was in Miami at the Crowbar. Um, I think it was on Washington, and um, it was called uh, called the Crowbar, but it was called uh, it's not important. But the club they came in at like a hundred something deep, bro. And that's when uh, so Icy was out, mm-hmm. but him and Jeezy had, or the beef had already started, right? So who was walking in? Uh, BMF. BMF. So they played so icy maybe like 15, 20 times back to back with no Gucci verse. Mm. They just played it over and over and over again. And you can tell if you, because I didn't know, I'm in there and I I heard the stories, but I've never seen it live. And I just never seen that many niggas with that much money all in the same place Mm. in a club like that. I never seen, it. and it was this dude that used to be with him. If 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 niggas know BMF, like whether it's documentaries or whether like old Smack DVDs, back in the days they used to have a little nigga named Roscoe with him. He's like 13, 14. He was a little kid. I don't know whose son it was, but Roscoe was in a club too. I've been in Miami at like five, four, four in the morning. It's a fourteen-year-old kid in a club with like <laughs> seven, eight chains on. He a He's obviously a kid too. Not even like nowadays, 14's looking a little older. It was like early bow out. Early bow like yeah, like you in a club with like hella chains. And I'm like, yo, this is some of the greatest shit I've ever seen. These niggas having all the money. Right. But at the way. same time though, I also said, oh, you niggas going to jail. Mm. Ooh, y'all too shiny. It's too much. It's too mm. shiny. First time I got to Atlanta, that's the first thing I seen on the freeway. BMF is the world is ours. BMF. I seen that billboard on the freeway. Like, you know, you niggas sell dope, right? <laughs> like, it's not even like I know you. Niggas it's like y'all that. trying to get the record thing going. Mm-hmm. Like, the dope is was got this billboard up here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh man, like, but seeing it though, I ain't never seen nothing like it. And I've been around a lot of niggas with a lot of money, and being in some spots where the flossing is going on, mm-hmm. but not, nobody did it like me. Not not in my presence. I never seen anybody do it like that. It was crazy. People don't understand how much money you gotta have to do a lot of shit. To what the club is like staying open, hella hours after. This ain't like this are like local celebrities. He's not like the basketball player with millions on the contract. Right. This is the rapper in the club with millions or in the bags, in no the safes in yeah. places. Right. Like and he always showing him and the crew. They, they have way more money than whoever's in the building. Right. It was always that. And, you know what I mean? So it's like... Having that shit. It's, yeah. Having it. And the fact that it was... I've never seen um, that many people from around the uh, around the nation in one crew. Mm. Like, homies from over here. I got homies from East Coast. Homies from Denver Lanes. Homies from all over. They BMF niggas. 
niggas from Detroit, LA, New York, like all Colorado, everywhere had niggas from BMF in it. I mean, they all got along and they all got money. You kind of giving away season two right now. He said, no, I'm not hey. talking about Detroit. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about the world. Oh, man, you, got a, um, you got a favorite rap moment? That you like my bad, bro. My you want me? Bro. My favorite yeah. bro? This is a great yeah. question. Yeah. Um, that you've like experienced or been a part of, or probably uh, probably had to be something about being around Snoop. Hmm. Uh, uh, Snoop was uh, that was my first deal. Um, it's crazy it was my first rap dollar was BMF. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's but wild. my first contract was uh, hold on. My bad. Say that again. My first rap dollar, first time I ever got paid in rap was ever was uh, a, a song I did a song with this girl named Azure. Azrae used to go to my high school in Hamilton. I went to Hamilton High. Azrae went to my high school, and she was one of the first female artists on BMF, the label. And I was there because a producer friend of mine was producing the one of the records she had. Mm-hmm. She was writing. They had a record they was doing, and that's the first time I met Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear wrote Usher, Caught Up, a gang of fucking hits all over the place. Pooh Bear wrote the record, and they needed a rapper on the record. I just happened to be there with my producer partner. And um, my man Pops, uh, Weez, he, he paid me. I did. He's like, man, you do a little verse for that? So I did a little eight bar verse. He gave me like $500. That's hard, bro. That's dope as And I was like, good looking out. Cool. And, right. then, and then you said your and then deal my, was My Snoop. first deal was with Snoop. How would, how'd that happen, bro? So I was I, I was on a record with uh, me and my, my man, Damani. My bad, bro. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. No, no, no. No, nigga. Oh, my bad. We're having a good time. Cheers. <laughs> me and my man, Damani, uh, we had a group called Western Union. And uh, we used to put out a couple mixtapes back in the day. And those mixtapes started to get noticed by some people. Damani was already friends with Superfly from Dog Pound. And so he played the record. He, it, was, it was two records. He played a record me and him had together. And then I had a record in the streets of L.A. that was burning up on some tree shit called Where You From. And where you from was my first video I did with Crazy Tunes. Crazy Tunes, rest in peace. Did a mixtape DVD at the time, and it, like everybody from re- LA was on it. Veterans, and it was two new niggas, me, some these niggas from San Diego. I forgot their names, no disrespect. And my man Melee, we was probably the youngest dudes on the whole DVD. And Snoop heard where you from, and he was like, "Man, who is that nigga? Um, I want to sign all y'all." And then so we added Superfly to the group. Cause I was production and rapping, and then we went to that was the day before Cali's active video shoot. Okay, that's the day we got signed. Last bang, yeah, the day for the and we missed that video shoot. Uh, wow, uh, uh, my man Damani had to got the text, the, the, the date wrong on the text, and uh. so we ended up hearing about <laughs> that studio. I heard about the, how dope the video shoot was yesterday. So, fucked up. bro, that's cap, bro. <laughs> yeah, but it had to be someone Snoop. I'm forever a fan, so I'm now never get used to just being around somebody like that and him being super cool and he helped me in so many ways not just financially but just like gang too you know what I mean it's business and um so I'm sure one of the like most craziest memories had to be probably with somebody like Snoop or like Warren G or something like that because um that was a great time and that, that was my young glad to be a rapper times coming up in LA so meeting everybody was crazy because you know you're around Snoop you meet everybody you don't just meet rappers. You meet like, oh, Halle Berry's here. Oh, Tina Marie's here. Oh, uh, Gladys Knight. How are you doing? I'm luck. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody could come in the fucking building when he's around. So right. that's what's ill about being around that nigga. <laughs> so your dopest rap moment was being a part of the Snoop Dogg Yeah, life. for sure. Because essentially it puts me in that tree. 
Yeah. If you, if you, never, if you ever do the NW tree now, you got to add me in there somewhere because I'm one of the groups that Snoop signed. So mm. I'm in a tree. That's hard, man. Honestly, you know, you one of Snoop's writers, there is still a chance of you getting a bag from some music. Because well, Snoop still yeah. puts out songs. For sure, for sure. Consecutively, right? He's the most recognizable celebrity, like, in the, the world. From the West Coast. No, in the world, period. No, yeah. period. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nobody is more. Somebody asked me a question. This is how you know a nigga famous. Somebody asked me a question. What's more noticeable, Snoop Dogg or Coca-Cola? That's a very good question. <laughs> Damn. Just like you know you're famous as fuck. I don't know the fuck out of a Snoop Dogg if I seen it, and I don't know the fuck out of a Coca-Cola, too. <laughs> right. Damn, right. that's... That's Brandon, though. Whew. Yeah, exactly. When, hey, and you know what? To speak on something, kind of going back a little bit, Snoop could never have anything ruin his brand. And that's something that I want to strive for, and I'm sure you should. You want to be for. uncancelable? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, where I could say some shit and stand on the nigga like, because when that nigga did the whole Trump shit and pop Trump in the video or whatever, nobody was like. Well, that's also because he spends 99.8% of his life speaking positivity, and that's Mm -hmm. it. Kind of like how you're doing. I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, if if you. See how you answered? (laughs) It's very, it's very like uh, steps taken to not be canceled. A A lot of people are taking like. Very, if, if, even if you listen to Dave Chappelle, like you know, people say he can't. Be they trying to can't, and they try. They, they, they can't they be, not be. They've been trying, but what, what happens is it, it's 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 such a genius of how he tells stories and yeah. jokes. Yeah. So you know what I mean, and still get all the points across, mm-hmm. and that's a very rare thing. So somebody like Snoop, who we've loved our whole entire life, that's literally like all of our uncle. He feels like that's all of our uncle. Mm-hmm. So he would have to do some way wild out shit. Him to get actually canceled by some people. Hey, even then, somebody gonna argue it down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. You're gonna have with this guy. <laughs> but we can trust Snoop. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. We can trust Snoop to not get put us in that position. For sure. Like Robert, we couldn't test Robert. You know what I'm saying? We knew Robert was a creep. We knew Robert was a creep for a while, y'all. But the songs was slapping. Slappers, but that nigga shit. Now we done know Robert shit was. Crazy. We know Robert was. Can you guys crazy separate the artist from the music? Sometimes I can't. I it's watch case to case basis. I watch okay. Tarantino movies and the nigga Harvey Weinstein produced all of them, nigga. Yeah. What if Tarantino was Harvey Weinstein? If Tar- I still would watch that nigga movies, and if there was, he, they should put like a disclaimer, like this movie is rated R. Also, Quentin Tarantino allegedly raped. Like you feel me? That's how that shit. Yeah, nigga. Yes. I watch. I watch. I don't be reading them. I watch movies with that nigga. What's the name? What's that nigga name? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is an amazing actor. I mean, it's terrible the shit that he's accused of doing. But what like, creep shit did he do? I don't know exactly. I don't know. Niggas will have to Google sure it. But like, no, I mean, nah, bro. Kevin Spacey is. They he's say, a piece of shit. I don't know. No, what no, he no, did. no, no. I know. I just didn't nah, want to speak on it. They he, said uh, Kevin yeah, Spacey did some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I wasn't uh, trying to. Uh, you you yeah, know. I wasn't trying to bring that here to our brand. You feel me? We're trying to maintain. You, you feel care me? about the image I, of Kevin Spacey? <laughs> no, I care about art. Me, Come on. Okay, no, fuck Kevin Spacey. No, fuck Kevin Spacey. I'm not worried about. But saying that to say, saying that to say. I watched that nigga movies though, bro. Like, uh, 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 what's that one shit? The Usual Suspects, bro. That's one of my top. Like, nigga, if I had to rank shit, Godfather, Goodfellas, uh, The Departed, 
fucking the usual suspects, nigga. Django. When do we ever draw the line? Like, or or, is, or usually what happens is like my Instagram page. Usually people aren't mad because it's about them. So until a certain type of shit hits your doorstep, mm-hmm. then maybe that's probably when we'll be like, I'm not fucking with that. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like a lot of girls will fight you to this day. Like I don't give a fuck what R. Kelly did. I'm listening to him forever, whatever, whatever, whatever. Until you found out, it, oh well, you know your niece was on the list. Right. Your niece was one of the ones, or your daughter. And then it's like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'll change things. Yeah, for but sure. Let's just show y'all people think. Yeah, and no, for me, I'm not saying is. nothing wrong with that. Well, something is wrong with that, but I don't judge nobody for that. Right. Because I understand also. Because you know, for you, for somebody to be like, I still fuck with that. Because I do it a lot of times too. Like, yeah. I can't help but R. Kelly song come on. I'm like, damn, that shit was so dope. Slapper. I didn't know he was a fucking sicko for a long time, but I did know. Right. But what about Mike? I mean, like, nigga, I, I don't know. We didn't know the Yeah, extent. but see, that's the thing, though, Mike, bro. <laughs> but, bro, there's <laughs> allegations, though, bro. Right. Like, all so that. Like, but you know, all the, all the allegations came back also. See, for Mike, I'll fight because all the allegations came you back. You know what I'm saying? The parents, bro. All the parents came back and they found out niggas was lying and all kind of shit. Even with that video that Oprah did a documentary about, we found out old boy was lying on the couch, the dancer nigga. It's so, and, and it was no evidence literally nowhere. Man, I I Kelly got, know, I Kelly know, got carried bro. away, bro. Like, we caught him on camera and still stalled him out. We caught and him with he, Aaliyah. <laughs> but no, but we caught him on camera. Right, 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 right. Like, I saw <laughs> your face peeing on a child. Yeah, and man. we still stalled you out, bro, because... You, we stepped in the right. name of love. You feel what I'm saying? Why like, did you start him off for that? We were kids. No way. No, 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 in the fuck would you just stop this? It's our generation. We right. didn't have the right. power to make decisions. I was like 11 too. I was like, yo, we're just now, bro. We're just now the decision makers. Like, if you want to keep it above, bro. No, what are we talking about? We Kelly's sex tape. Why he nigga, we was fucking when that shit dropped in 2003 or whatever, nigga. I, I was no. fucking. When I Kelly, was twenty years ago or something. When, right? You're right. So when R. Kelly dropped that sex tape, like you seen the sex tape was like, yeah, I fucked that bitch too, R. Kelly, because we both, me and the little girl, fourteen. We're same age, but nigga. R. Kelly's thirty at this Thank point. You. Thank you, like, nigga, So that, I didn't. It didn't register for my fourteen year old brain. Like, yeah, that's a bad little bitch. Yeah, right crazy. There. I was twenty. Yeah, nah, I was like, this is some fucked up shit. Yeah, nah, facts. But we didn't have the... the So why'd you not Hold on, bro. Yeah, we didn't have the cop to cancel him, bro. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'm just fucked up, too. I listened to music after that. Oh. I'm like one of these niggas that I'll be like... Sick ass nigga, this, but this sick song, ass nigga. Right? All right, mm. sick ass motherfucker. So you can't separate. I, knew, I didn't know all the rest of the stories and people, whatever. But I, all I had to, I knew Aaliyah happened. Yeah. In real life, on paper, documented paper. But that happened, and then yeah, I saw but, but the fourteen year old girl. They I both. They we stalled him out with Aaliyah too because they publicly well, all, said they loved each other. Technically. If we continue to listen, we all stalled him out. So let me not be clear on that, right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, all stalled him out. We stalled him out, uh, but. I also knew though. I'm like, that nigga's a sick nigga for that. Mm-hmm. You married a fifth. You married. But we all knew he was 27. Girl. We all knew it was Dave Chappelle was getting nigga off the best jokes on this yeah, nigga, bro. Like, what do you mean, bro? He you remember was... Dave Chappelle's joke when he said, "All right, Kelly, mad at me." Oh God! He was a bad. Ain't nothing else to say. Just mad. He came to me like. 
how you gonna make a video about peeing on somebody? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Nigga, how you gonna make a video about peeing on somebody? Just, would y'all see that lady who just peed on somebody on stage? Hell no. Uh, what the hell? What the hell what's her name? About? I forgot. She's a singer. She put a smile on stage and peed on. It's a video out right now. It's viral. Tiana Taylor? No, nobody <laughs> black. Oh, oh God. She pulled this dude on stage. She squatted right over him and just peed on stage. On stage, live on stage at a show. Then she had to come to her fans and apologize and stuff like that, you know. She was wrong. She did that. She did it no, on that purpose. Is, yes, he, bro, he, he was wrong. He was wrong, bro. And he, he was. was he, yeah. he told her to be. He told her to be. He laid flat on the floor, so she came. Put her pants down, squatted over him, and pissed all in his face. Damn, who? See, stage. And this is where we mind our own business. Right oh, there. who is this person? <laughs> I, I forgot her name, but if you. If what you, white woman got the balls to do that on stage? <laughs> it might not be white. It might be. No, let me not say that. I don't know. She wasn't black, though. She mixed it. She, see, you see it, Robbie. You see yeah. it on my right? See? Yeah. You know oh, you seen her? You don't know who she is? Well, I don't know who she is because I don't know her. I don't know the artist. Okay. I just know it was, well, I when I read the name, I was like, I don't know her. And then that was it. But right. I seen but the still, video. she did that. Yeah, she she did, did that. that. And there was that a crowd there, huh? Brass against lead singer. Brass against. Oh, Brass against. Hilarious. Brass against. Because the dude, somebody who actually know would have said her name. He's like, oh, Brass against. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the group. <laughs> they all did it? No. <laughs> yeah, the least thing. Her name is Sophia, Sophia Eurista. Oh, she sounds like a right. pincer. She can't trust nobody she who's laughing and sound like urethra. Yeah, so she's Sophia oh, the urethra. No, she sounds like <laughs> a pincer, bro. You gotta be so, you got so fear the urethra. Man, you know I so fear the urethra. Yeah, like, yeah. You do <laughs> Calm down. Don't don't lay down on under her on stage. Right. Does she have any shows in TJ coming up? No. Right. <laughs> Just say no, though. Just say no. Don't say C. No C. <laughs> no C. Hit him with the no I blah before you say C. We've been recording this time? I hope so. <laughs> I was like, there's two niggas back there. I hope one of them had the good sense to, to, to either not press stop or press record again. There he is, bro. Wait, when you say he was the, yo, he was the host on the first episode? No, I didn't host. Uh, I was just he was a guest. Oh, guest. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, so I was just and, talking and shit. But you, you're you the host for this show. Just this show? No, I'm not hosting at all. I'm He's co-hosting. Co-host. With That's him. what I'm saying. Co-host. Yeah, 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 my bad. My bad. Love. Okay. So usually, do you ever have calls? Or usually, just you. Oh yeah, I had a um, co-host. His name's Danny. <laughs> that nigga just moved to Vegas. Oh shit. So him making every show is gonna be difficult. Yeah, it's gonna be a problem. So I'm gonna. Okay. <laughs> We're going to rotate. We're going to rotate. Rotate co-hosts. Okay. But I'm going to keep it a short rotation. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So sometimes you're going to do it by yourself too? Hell no. Okay. Because I hate the dead space. Uh, I'll wrap the whole show if I got some fucking dead space. I mean, Mike Tyson Tyson got a nigga. Dead be in there with him. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) That one football. That football guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause. <laughs> it just came up so randomly. Pause. My time's got to do it. Oh, man. Let me stop the pause streak. I could do it all day. Pause. <laughs> now it's just for no reason. I I, but I had to. I couldn't I let that one go. Right, right, right. I couldn't let that one go. I could do it all day. I can't. I, I'm going to stop there for real. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs>
But nah. But yeah, no. What prompted oh, okay. you to ask that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ask, I don't even know what to ask. What do I ask? Hey, you're uh, you a real, you a real nigga for your microaggressions. <laughs> no. He <laughs> has yeah, the realest microaggressions I've ever experienced in my life. Jesus Christ. What question? What, what I ask? No, I think it was uh, did I host or am I hosting or something? Oh, because like I want to know who's the usual host. Yeah, no, okay. this this bro show, man. And I'm just thank you for having me on, bro. I appreciate you, man. I think it's the best, bro. He's the most. Appreciate if you ever give this nigga anything, bro, he'll appreciate the fuck out of it. So why'd you pick Danny over him? Huh? Why'd you pick Danny over him? Cause I know Danny know how to shut the fuck up. You feel me? At first, that's why I picked him. At first, I picked him because I know he know how to shut the fuck up and let me have my show. Got it. Right. Got it. Got it. Got it. He okay. didn't even want to do the podcast okay. at first. He was like, in front of the camera. I don't know, man. Right. Right. I was like, bro, all you gotta do is just sit there and like just vibe with me. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? And then this nigga, we, like we, 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 huh? Oh, I was asking question in the middle of what you were saying. Yeah, you I was gonna let you get it. No, go ahead. Please continue. Then this nigga Danny, bro, he started feeling the love from the internet. You feel me? Uh, Danny liked me and the whole singer, that nigga. Okay. And Danny's and an amazing host. No, no, he does it. He does. Host. He does and grows with the position he was given very well. But here's the thing: you guys are 14 episodes, maybe shot. About, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we're on camera, but yeah. that's good. People know. Nobody cares. I don't give a fuck. 14 episodes, so. And an episode a week is what we put in. An episode a week. Now, when did he know he was moving to Vegas? Because to episode, sign up for the episode job. Episode 11. He found out like that? Yeah, it was very sudden. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah. It was very sudden. He 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 didn't um he didn't plan on that being the uh, plan when he started. Yeah. I hate that and you had to know. have an alternate too, bro. That's kind of fucked up. My bad, bro. I hate that I had to. You, know what? Alternate you have to have an alternate, bro. Like We, no, we chilling. We no, it. but like, I think it's a good thing for the show. I you feel me? Just switch it. this vibe because your energy is awesome. I don't know Appreciate what the fuck it. this episode would have been without your energy. <laughs> no, bro. Like, what are you saying? You guys just, huh? <laughs> <laughs> just fuck the nigga to the left. <laughs> Not it's not. I don't know what this would have been if it was you weren't here. It's not you, it's me. I, I know I gotta be the energy to feed off of. I gotta mess with you. Nah, fuck that. that you already said it on the on the on the on the on the, on the SD card. You said it on the SD card. I gotta acknowledge it. I don't know what this would have been if it weren't for you. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Oh. I didn't mean to not be nothing. I thought I gave some gems here. But. Maybe you guys just don't like the luck experience. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. Bro, like, yeah, well, right. Hey, y'all have to do a show, bro. Y'all got to do something, bro. Like, this is amazing, bro. All right, cool. Let me, amazing, let me on bro. your pod. Cool. When's it happening? I don't know. Yeah, all right. That sounds like a... <laughs> let me mind my own business. <laughs> I really don't know. That's why I said that. I... There was no doubt in my mind yeah, that you did not know. Right, I really didn't know. If it's one thing I believed is that you didn't know. I did not know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. That is a good time to end it. I think we're going to leave it on a high note right here, y'all. We had, no, wait. I had Uh-oh. something else I wanted to tell you. I wanted to ask you about something. Fuck. Oh, religion. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watched your homegrown interview right that you did two years ago no you did not do that no i never did homegrown before yeah you did i did not 
You're foul, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you gonna do this on camera, bro? I'm fucking with you. <laughs> 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 I, mean, <laughs> I know, I know you're you like, fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> you like, bro. But do they know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. No, no, okay. What I was doing, what I'm saying, what, you, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I hate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, alright. Alright. We did the homegirl interview. You said. <laughs> hmm. Hold on. I'm a, I'm a professional actor. Gotcha. I can break characters at will. So when you did your homegirl interview, you. You have, you have said that you don't subscribe to Christianity particularly. Any religion. Yeah. Uh, but I know how you just trying to say. Yeah. Like but you, uh, yeah, okay. You don't subscribe to any religion, but you believe that there's a God, right? Mm-hmm. And you see what Christianity did for people in your family, so you can't knock Christianity. Yeah. Well, right? I would knock religions because <clears throat> I understand people's um need for certain religion mm-hmm. right so i understand what so christianity is part of the reason why my mom and my grandmother my mom is and my grandmother was the way she was the right. way they are it was a, as women right and for for to be those kind of women if if, if christianity is an attribute to that for them to be they are yeah i can't there's nothing bad i can say about it now we can dig all day through scripture and stuff like that and nitpick and shit like that but that's I'm not one of them conscious dudes that's gonna tear apart a religion because I found a couple of flaws or something the men some man made some some somebody wrote in the bible right. out of his own hands and own mind or whoever ruled at the time I'm not into that you know so that's why I say I don't subscribe to just one religion I like to I deem myself very spiritual mm-hmm. I have a relationship with God I talk to God I also talk to my ancestors yeah and I and I so I rock out like that and um because it's, you know a lot of things when it comes to like inside of the rules of a lot of these religions, I just don't rock with. Right. So. It, but I wanted to tell you that when you said that, mm-hmm. I don't think that was like probably one of the top moments in my life where I felt like uh, my beliefs were being spoken for as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I've never heard it on a plat- public forum before. Yeah when I was looking at you up because I feel the exact same way. Like, I believe that there's a God. I think that, like, science is a real thing, but I think he created science. Well, in all actuality, I think she created science. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we got all this stuff that, uh, that makes sense scientifically. You yeah. know what I mean? We come from God who made everything that you're talking about. And organized religions never really do it for me because I don't really I don't I I, there's there's stuff I can nitpick that makes it seem like bullshit but the good it does for people I cannot take that away I respect that part it it makes them whole like I would hate to see an incomplete version of you if if these religions are what you what makes you whole and that's good do that it's a lot of the rulings you know like I said a lot of people with a lot of different religions, people, a lot of people's souls on the line. Not that I necessarily believe that, or right. not. You know what I mean? I'm not, I but to them, 
to them they feel like they're sold on the line and that's how much faith they have in their religion they're living for so I don't ever want to disrespect or curse that mm -hmm. never when it, when it, but what happens is when it comes to some of the doctrine and when I can easily say like okay <clears throat> this is what man wrote mm -hmm. and men are historically fucked up mm. the, you know what I was thinking <laughs> how that? savage you gotta be about your business for that, for people's souls to be your marketing tool. <laughs> bro, first of all, marketing is savage. No, I'm saying like, it, right. And then, <laughs> right, right, right. But that's also probably the same mindset yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody would take when they go into using your soul mm -hmm. to 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 market you. Like, mm -hmm. you're gonna die. But what about after that? Come to me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's some savage fucking marketing, yeah. bro. And, like, and, and then the, the rules they the rules they put around it. The rules they put around it and different stories of the Bible or different stories of the Quran and then it's like, yo, this shouldn't even be in here. Mm -hmm. And don't give me that old testament, New Testament argument. Right. This should never have been a thing. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I know you probably get the same arguments. No, that was from the Old Testament when you can do that with a young girl when she was twelve and when I'm like Well, oh. I don't have I don't have them arguments because I don't ever talk about it. <laughs> Good. I just um, think it I just think it. I don't have those arguments a, a lot. But I do, I, if people always think I'm down in them for what they believe in. I'm not down in anybody. I just, it's funny, people aren't comfortable with me just saying I'm spiritual. That's the, oh, that's the real problem. And so they like, well, you, what you, what you, I'm, I'm spiritual cannot in no way ever even sound like I believe in the devil. Mm -hmm. Which, that sounds crazy. I remember my mom asking that one day when I said, Mom, I don't really subscribe to no religion. I'm just, I'm just very spiritual. And she was like, you're not a, uh, you're not a, uh, what's the word? Uh, you don't believe God. You're not an atheist, are you? I'm like, how'd you get that from that? Right. What gave you, what told, like, that's the problem. If you're not with the major three religions, mm -hmm. then you must believe in the devil. Right. Like, that's insane. It's, or nothing. First of all, it's a gang of other religions also on top of, like, not being an atheist. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I, shit. Yeah. And so that's why I like doing interviews. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that. Because I, I, I'm, I'm way long past the days of trying to look cool. An interview. I'm going to say how I see it in real life, and how I think what's what's beneficial to me as a 42 year old man out here living as a black man in America, Nigga, trying you to travel abroad. My age, bro. I mean, shit, gang. <laughs> I mean, I look fucked, bro. <laughs> you know, I need so, to start exercising. You look young, bro. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you mean you look about the same age, man. bro? I, but you know, so I, I, I appreciate that because you—it's like that. It's funny when I talk about uh, we black yeah. though, bro. We really yeah, hard nah, to bro. age. Hey, yeah, how me. old is Evan? Nigga, how speak for look, yourself. Nigga. How old that nigga try to look, bro? Like, Listen, come on. If, if Evan didn't up, have like a, I mean, I, I can't, I can't remove the beard and mustache, but. Oh, just remove the mustache. Give him a Will Smith. You would literally look about. <laughs> you probably would look about. 15, bro. Cheddar look hella young, too, like, on the game. Man. For real, bro. But, yeah, anytime I talk about religion, when I talk <laughs> about my marriage, like, people are always, just, like, always, like, yo, I didn't know people say that. I'm like, why not? That's the problem. You should be, I, I love being married. One of the best things I've ever made in my life is getting married to my wife. And how I am about my spirituality, I'm very fucking loud about it. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, and not to be a disruptor. Mm -hmm. Just to show people that I, in my music, I've always been the dude. I always pattern myself after kind of like in a mix between Ice Cube and Benny Siegel. Mm -hmm. Except Benny Siegel was more of a gangster. 
than Ice Cube. Okay, yeah, facts. And the reason why is because I always want to show the world like there's more of there's more bad lucks than there is a uh, whoever's a gangster rapper out there really doing shit, right? Well, I don't know who the, whatever rapper that is, whatever y'all pick. Right, right. There's more of me because I'm from the section. Mm -hmm. I'm from around all the shit that we are from. We done did a couple of things in our life coming up and stuff like that, whatever. But I'm not a game banger. I ain't been to jail. I'm not the killer. I'm not the dope dealer. Mm -hmm. I'm not that. It's way more me's than there are killers and gangsters out here. You Especially know, if you're hearing them. Like, that's, what that's, what, that's, what I, that's another theory I had for a long time. Like, if that nigga too good at rapping, mm. he not really trying. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, when did you have time to practice? Like, no, like, no, like you, you know how long it takes to get good at rapping? <laughs> you do not have time to sell drugs as well. <laughs> but if you kind of whack, I might believe everything you kind of fucking saying, bro. But yeah, but that, that's, I'm glad you said that because that's why I love doing interviews. And I don't like doing the other artist shit, but when it comes to interviews, mm -hmm. because I, I, I offer perspective. My perspective isn't always going to be agreed upon, but I am going to offer you my perspective as it pertains to me in real life. Yeah. Not because of TV or whatever the case may be or some rap shit. So, and I feel like people will gravitate to that because my voice and voices like mine, they're being like overshadowed by every other kind of voice. Okay, so with <laughs> your stance on spirituality, do you talk to God? Yeah, all the time. How you do that? You pray? Yeah. Oh, okay. The way I feel mm -hmm. is I think prayers are um, basically like a pep talk. Like okay. like the halftime talk that your coach has before <clears throat> you go into your game. Because you think you're doing it to yourself? I know for a fact I am. Mm -hmm. So like when, I, when <clears throat> I'm praying and I'm asking God for something, that's the, what it essentially is to me the is me talking to myself. To get ready for what I have to do. Mm. Because how I think the universal language that we all share is action. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, people are speak, only speak Chinese. They're praying to God. God knows all these languages. And he only talks to you through actions. What you do shows what you want to see out of life. You mm. get what I'm saying? And <clears throat> it seems like that is... A hundred percent right all the time. Uh, but are you separating yourself from that? What I mean by that is, as you said, you, it's a pep talk. So I ask, are you feel like you're talking to you? You said, I am, right? Now, when you talk, speak, though, oh. you say you're speaking to God. So I asked you, right. is God, is the God in you? Are you telling me that you apparently are I the think God? I am. We are the gods? Yeah, yeah, I think that is what I'm saying. I know. I want you to be sure about it. I didn't know that until right now. Okay, there it is. Yeah, Breakthrough. No. Right, hello. Because like you know when i pray i definitely hear a voice but it's not like a voice from like heaven it's like a voice from within me so mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying it's, it's not it's you guiding me and yeah. it doesn't have a cadence like yeah. it doesn't sound like you yeah. but it, it it is you yeah yeah i get it so yeah you know it's, it's interesting um so i believe that um words are power and, and i believe that belief creates reality facts right? and Actions create reality. Well, I believe belief creates reality. Me. Belief create. I feel like okay. I'm no, sorry. No, I'm saying me. Well, let me tell you how you. <laughs> let me tell you how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> what you really mean is okay. Beliefs create actions, and actions create reality. No, no, I meant belief creates reality. No, you're so, wrong. Yeah, that's action. not how you feel. Let me be clear. Without action. 
Oh, okay, so you agree with what I just said. You, you didn't hear me. I heard it's you. Fine. It's fine. I heard you. It's fine. Oh, it's cool. All right, let's, <laughs> but, let's keep going. So I believe belief creates reality without action. <laughs> but um, I believe that that. Um, <clears throat> wait a sec. Wait. Time out. Right. So look, <laughs> I believe belief creates reality. Right. So what yeah. happens? What happens is I believe that I believe in the power of manifestation. Also, mm-hmm. so I believe when you speak it. And you believe that with conviction, you speak it, put it out there, and let it go. I believe you have the power to make that thing happen, right? I believe that we all are universally connected from air to body and soul to land to sea to plant the tree. We're all connected. Okay, I believe that's why when you do speak anything out loud, like I want to be, <clears throat> I want to make a hundred thousand dollars next year. Or I want to be this and I want to be that. When you speak it out loud, I believe because you being connected to the universe, you're making your own world. So I believe that if you believe it, you can create it. It can, That's where it comes from. I believe that's how powerful you are. Let me give you some, some perspective. You just told me you were talking to the God in you. You believe, DJB, believe that God is in you. Yes. You being that powerful, how you can't create things from just what you say alone. Damn. You right. So so it's about it's about perspective and the power in who you are. You believe it. Yeah. I didn't notice about you till today, right? Mm. Contrary I mean just uh, um, contrary to popular belief, I believe the same thing. I believe I believe we're connected. I don't believe that God is solely in me. I believe God is amongst us all, but we have God in us. Yes. Right? And I believe when I speak that out, that's me using my power to change my surroundings or my life and my things as I see it. I believe I have the power to say it through word. When I say without action, <clears throat> I'm not saying be a lazy ass. I'm just saying that my the power I have in me doesn't require it. It can happen regardless because I spoke it because I am who I say I am. Damn. Because the God you have in you Fact. is just that powerful. Right. Why do you, it's like people who say, if you want to be rich, you got to work hard. I know gang niggas that's rich that didn't work, didn't work hard. Damn. Who you know are mean? they? Why you got to do that? You can, it's niggas building shit every day. NFTs are coming out. Cryptos are coming out. Niggas in stocks. Mm-hmm. People making flips. Somebody did uh, one season of this show. I picked up for a second season. Now they rich. Like, I've seen that, that happen. In a new day and age, right? This ain't the older times where to become a billionaire, you got to, you know, terrorize a community and uh, um, step on the toes of millions of people. Nowadays, you can build a website and sell it for $5 billion. Mm, okay. DJB can be DJ billionaire tomorrow. You are correct. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so that's the power. That's the I believe that's the power we all have in us mm, to when it comes okay. to creating, when it comes to putting things out there. So I, when I pray, mm-hmm. it's part of my manifestation. Also, I'm talking to God, but I'm also saying it out loud, putting it in the universe, so my universe can change around the things I believe that's going to happen. But you got to do it with conviction. You can't do it and think it's a rule where. They said if I pray, and then I say it out loud, that it's going to happen. But you're still unsure about it. You just jotting it down because you learned it this way. You just kind of saying it. You got to believe it. You got to believe that I'm going to be okay. Right. Because if you say if you put that out there, if you're going to be a rich millionaire by next year, and you put that out there, then why would you be stressing from December all the way to next year about money when you know you're about to be a millionaire? That means you don't believe it. Damn, that's that's real shit. And I'm, and I'm only speaking to the God in you. Because I believe that too. That's the only part nigga that get it. Bro, shit. 
<laughs> that's that's an amazing perspective that I never thought of. But you definitely reconfirmed how I feel because I don't think in my core I don't think I'm special. You get what I'm saying? I don't think I actually have these powers. I'm actually afraid to find out that I don't have these powers. Well, you don't if you which say is it. why I feel like I need to put in the work to help this manifestation. But here's the problem though. You told yourself, you just said you weren't special and you don't have those powers. Right. No matter what kind of work you put in, the other two are not going to pick up because you don't believe it. Hell no, nah, it's going to pick up. The work the work works, nigga. I people, promise you the work but people works. Work hard to, people work hard their whole life and die broke. Oh, them niggas is not, I am not that unspecial. <laughs> that, don't mean they, that don't mean they're special. It, it, it might, just means they It might if they die like that. Like, the yo, but wait, wait. Question, question. Yo. Everybody can't be special or else it ain't special. Can you? What makes you not special? Huh? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. I got so it. how aren't you special? I got work to do. What does you being special mean? What's the, what's the, what, what kind of work you going to do to make it to make you feel like you're special? I'm what a, kind oh, of no, work wait. can you do oh, wait, I'm to make sorry. that happen? I'm already very special. I'm talking about special. You don't about, get what I'm saying? You're about, you're about uh, tangible? Realistic? I mean, that comes with what I'm talking about, <laughs> but I'm just talking about, like, I'm trying to just, like, press Command B on mm. my special. You get what I'm saying? Like, make it bold. You get what I'm saying? Take the regular font. Like, niggas see the special there. Yeah. But I'm trying to be a bigger font size. Yeah, that's fine. But you got to believe that you are. For example. <clears throat> I do, though. To my wife mm-hmm. and to my son, mm-hmm. I am the epitome of what special is. So how do they feel about me? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> ask them. I'm not sure to ask. <laughs> Thank right. you so much. Go ahead. I'm the epitome of special. For me, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that's enough like I'm content I'm never going to work or I'm not going to believe and have dreams and, and go big in my life and become bigger and whatever that means social status loving more care more right but i'm completely content with the way they look at me as being the epitome of special mm-hmm. right that can carry me and and that alone sometimes is what we need if you tell yourself as djb i'm not special that you said at first right and and and, and, and you need that to work special. Don't go to, the, That was a very um, important word that says, I'm not that special. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, but that's the same thing. Look, you can't. How do you. How do you I think the key word in that sentence was that. How do, you, how do you pray and manifest and speak things to be if, you speak, if you're going to speak against them in the same light? I do it while I'm driving. Right. That's not really good. Right? You don't talk while you drive, nigga. That's what I said. <laughs> you said, "How do you? How manifest, do you do all yeah. these? Manifest? Yeah. And what else? Does that mean because I'm not manifesting, mean I do not talk when I'm driving. No, I'm saying I'm manifesting while I'm driving. That's what I. That's right. What, I'm saying, how do you manifest and pray and then at the same token, um, say you aren't special? Right. That's why I, I do it, it while I'm driving. Like when I'm driving, I be like, <laughs> "Now, nah, come on, nigga. Now you know you." You ain't you ain't just one of them niggas that's gonna drop a song and it's gonna go viral overnight. You mm-hmm. gotta do a little more than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I do all that, but I do it while I'm driving. Mm. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but can I can I compliment you on this real quick? I've been mm-hmm. thinking about this a lot. Your um, perception of the reality that you live in mm-hmm. is top tier. Oh, thank you. You get what I'm saying? You are thank you. very down-to-earth person. Thank you. And 
I learned that today just being able to talk to you for however long we've been talking. And your conversation ad-libs, bro, are top tier. <laughs> top tier. And you're like, when I was talking to you, I was like, oh, okay, you didn't hear what I said. And then you was like, going on, no, no, no. It's like, you finished, you kept, you kept your verse going and shit. And then... I was like, ah, oh. he said, yep, that's it. <laughs> I was like, damn, this nigga just, his, your conversations are like songs, bro. That shit is crazy. Hey, can we talk about the fact that I had a giggle attack, nigga? <laughs> bro, I didn't want to be disrespectful. Is that why you laughing at? Bro, you were talking about some serious shit, bro. I had the giggles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, I've been wanting to laugh this whole time, bro. <laughs> nigga, I thought you had to cough or something. No, I know, bro. I, I thought, first, I thought you had to pee. And then I thought you had to cough or sneeze. And I was like, oh, okay, he's bro, being COVID respected. He's, he's going to cough. Bro, if I would have stayed here, I would have cried, laughed, and pissed on myself, nigga. That shit was hilarious as fuck. That nigga thinks our religious views are hilarious. No, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. It's the conversation back and forth. Yeah, I just uh, had the giggles, bro. And it's rapid fire. Oh, oh man. man. Top tier. <laughs> <laughs> that makes for no podcasts. Great. Real conversations. Yeah, that. We, we went from everywhere, from oh, all, all kinds of topics, from God. music to fucking religion to mm-hmm. manifestation to. God, gangsta. What the streets is telling me nigga, is I'm that I'm crying real tears right now. Oh, whoa! <laughs> I was like, hold on, this nigga put the whole Y'all niggas funny as hell, bro. Y'all niggas funny as hell, bro. What I'm hearing in the streets, though, about about this platform that I'm creating, okay, is that this is what podcasts are missing. They say they say that a lot of podcasts feel like shows, mm. and mine is just niggas talking. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah, and I keep doing that because people miss that. Um, like, it's kind of like if you had a couch, mm-hmm. it kind of like we. It's like these homies in the living room, yeah, chopping it up. You know, and I think sometimes the best conversations come from that because if you keep it question based and just ask question after question, mm-hmm. sometimes it, the answers depending on your guests, yeah, can sound real like squarish, right? You know what I mean? Repetitive. But if you just let conversation flow into other conversations, dude, we've been sitting here for a long ass time. Probably. Talking about all know. kind of shit. And most of the stuff we talk about. It's a long ass time? Oh, okay, look, that's right. It wasn't even on paper. Hey, you, know I mean? you might have a record for the longest episode. Hey, man, and man, I, 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 hey, I'm with breaking records. I would love it for you to have that record. What's the longest episode so far? Probably two hours and 20 minutes or something Who's like that. Who's the guest? Wait, what's the longest one, Evan? Yeah, two hours and 20. Who's the guest? Was it Animal or Ron J? Sharonis Jackson. He was Dro on Instagram. Oh, oh, yeah, about tall, the tall dude, right? Yeah, sure, tall. Okay. hella tall, Panamanian. Yeah, he's Panamanian? I didn't know that. I, had, I learned his studying this nigga before he came on. You study him? I study everybody. This guy what does you good research. I learned about your spirituality. Mm-hmm. I learned about your wife and how uh-huh. much she means to you and how you had to air out your dirty laundry when you was a nigga at yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. And that was very uncomfortable for both of y'all. Yeah, but you had much. to do something. You had to do something out the box. You know what I'm saying? I learned that about you. I learned of, that you did not like your name. Mm. Bad luck. Mm. I learned about your podcast. I learned how you guys talk on your podcast too. Ah, like, okay, it is. It's also very free flowing. Yeah, man. And yeah. when you called me, bro, what I told you about him? 
Yep, he told he told me about your battle rap days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He told I I I hit the streets. Hey man, you, yeah, you need to research for sure. I I I, I, love, I love that. I I like to talk and give like I said, give my perspective because it's just cool to show somebody some different shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to be uh, the rapper or the coolest guy, and you don't have to be the coolest guy if you're just a cool guy. And the thing I like to do is I like to. I like to say all the shit that you said mm. on somebody else's platform to mm. take that away from you so you got to give me something new. Got it. Oh, me now? No. Oh. Anyone that's okay. sitting in the seat that right, you're right, sitting right. in. Right, right, okay, okay. Like, okay, so I heard this on another platform. What you mean about this? You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, need, I need more than you gave somebody else because I don't want recycled shit. Right, right, right. That's, right, right. that's what yeah. I go for when I do my due diligence when I'm when I'm talking to somebody that's why the random conversation you know a lot of times we sit up and do interviews with people we're going to do our, our, our research right mm-hmm. and all these bullet point questions about your album and when you fall in love with rap and then or when did you write this song or whatever but if you ask them like what kind of food you like like you ask me right? yeah what kind of food you like then we can get into some real comfortable comfortable, comfortable conversations because people tend to let their hair down if they're talking about shit that they, that, if they, if they can take themselves out of being a professional or artist mm-hmm. and just kind of like sit here as like a human being, yeah. they'll let their hair down and kick their feet up and have a real conversation. If anybody that does like journalism kind of like this, mm-hmm. the, the best advice I could give them oh. is retweets. If they're on Twitter, mm-hmm. I mean that they're quote tweets. Mm-hmm. Their quote tweets are thoughts that weren't theirs, but they felt like they can expand on. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So okay. a quote tweet is hmm. is like everything, and then like especially if you want to like get off of topic of them, yeah, because it's not a thought of theirs. They're just expanding on it. So For like sure. it's something away from home that you know that they're comfortable with. Okay. That's that's been my cheat code. I did that. How's it working for you? Amazingly, I know For that sure. that's what you want to talk about. Me? Because yeah. I'm but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna write some magic together. I, 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 I hope I hope and pray we write some magic that that gets recorded and we can we can give a a, a gift to the world. But see, when you hope and pray, you don't believe it. <laughs> I mess with you. <laughs> I will though. Like I'll I'll work towards believing it. You know what I'm saying? Why you gotta do work before everything? Just that's what do you, it. Listen, y'all, y'all I, that's what I do. Bro, y'all <laughs> I do are it. curb funny, bro. I do it, bro. And I know you niggas is freezing out here, bro. You, I'm actually cool. Have you seen how close I huddled up to this motherfucker over the course of the interview, bro? Pretty pretty big guy. So. Oh, you got your fucking Calvin Klein sweater on and shit, nigga. All tight on your skin, y'all. Cold and shit. <laughs> Are you freezing like that? Bro, we need to have production studio coming soon with heater. Oh, uh, you want this indoors? Yeah, nigga. Right. You, you don't like the fire with the fireplace? Nigga, it's freezing out here. Look, come on, bro. Don't play with me, bro. Less than 77, I start to notice it. I'll be like, oh, shit, it's like 76. That nigga knows his temperature. It's like 76. Hold on, that's 76. Seventy-seven. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't pull into a gas station. I didn't want no 76. No. I'll be noticing, bro. So, like, uh, I was wondering what you were doing with the fire, though. Bro, I thought you were mystified by the fire. Nigga, you was fucking grabbing the fire. <laughs> <laughs> bro. I was like, yo, this nigga interacts with fire. I'm going to let y'all know, like, yeah, nah, the giggle attack in the fire, bro. <laughs> but you knew it was going to be cold out here. You weren't thinking, like, I should get a jacket? Bro, I wore pants. 
No, oh. no, but but you, I should still go. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> that's why I, I just kept going. Oh, episode one. That's why I just kept going. Right there, right there. So. <laughs> I had on shorts. It was a different season, too. It, it yeah. was not this time of yeah, year. Yeah, no, nah, it was definitely not this time of year. It, it was, was still cold. It was two and a half months ago. And though. I have a hoodie, but it's just off camera and doesn't. It is not a mind your own business, which you could buy. At mylbmerch.com. Make sure you get your Mind Your Own Business merch and continue minding your own business. And I'm going to do this for the third and for real time. And I'm going to sign this motherfucker out because the head nods in the back are telling me this episode long as fuck. Thank you for coming, Lux. My for man, real. I appreciate y'all, man. For, for real. real. Thanks for having me, man. For real. Appreciate you. Thank bro. you. Thank Come you for on, showing bro. up, too, doggy. <laughs> I hope you're ready to do this a little bit more often. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Thank you for telling me it was going to be a half hour earlier than call time. Yeah, so I, I got a lot early. of niggas because <laughs> niggas will nick. Man, niggas will nick. You did not nick. I didn't. And Evan nick, though. Oh, Evan, Evan is nick. a nigga. I was at, I was at the slot. I was there. First of all, I was here at 540. Right. You was here at 540? Well, I didn't come. So I don't. If, if it's not a house, I wouldn't put up in front of my house because I know I, he was not answering the phone. Uh-huh. I don't wait he nobody in front of not phones do that. and cars. I don't do that, especially in LA. I don't do that. Right. So I was at the shopping center. Nice words. Like trying to call. I DM'd. You know, I just like, all right, well, maybe he's not doing a podcast. I was here too. He you know you should have DM'd me. Damn. Did yeah. you eat before the interview? Any, either of you? No, I didn't. I could. What'd you have? I made. Are you a good cook? Sa- yes. I made salmon. Do you? Message I, I was making a joke to ask you a question in the middle of your question. <laughs> and you keep falling for it. You just keep answering me. Because you were talking to him, then you keep coming back. Oh, it's your day, nigga. I, I, you, you will get answered, oh, nigga. <laughs> uh, you picked the right day no, to, right, to, to, what you to use that troll. So salmon? I made salmon, uh, broccoli, and basil pesto penne. Damn, that's Oh, you oh, got hands in a, in a notice Yeah, no, facts, right? Oh, yeah, nice. I don't even eat any of those things, but they sound you don't? delicious. You like salmon? I low key want to mix them all together and just make them one big what, ass what'd pasta. What you eat, bro? Before I had a uh, subway. I'm not falling for these niggas' traps no more. I'm rapping this goddamn episode. <laughs> we still recording? <laughs> hey, we out. Thank you so much. Mind your own business. <laughs>